This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Some cities may run dry. That's a quote. Diesel is getting dangerously low in this country. And I, I don't think, I think, I think it'd be a long shot, that we actually run out of diesel in this country. But what it does mean when we're facing a major shortage and some cities run dry, it means they're going to prioritize where the diesel goes and who gets it. This means it's going to become increasingly expensive. When that, when that happens, everything else becomes more and more expensive, including regular old gasoline. Now, I think this story is particularly important because we're one week away from election day, and this news could not possibly be worse for Democrats So we'll see, I suppose. We do have other news. That guy who attacked Paul Pelosi is pleading not guilty. Another story, some state level Democrat was mercilessly beaten in his backyard. And now we've got DHS issuing a warning about escalating violence. That and of course, Elon Musk has announced, at least the plan so far, $8 for the premium Twitter blue package, which includes some kind of verification. But he said, there's going to be a tag on, on public figure profiles so you will know who is a journalist or a public figure or whatever outside of the verification badge. So you can verify yourself. But if you're noteworthy, I suppose, you'll get tagged or something. I just say, take away the, the, the symbol of elitism. Who cares? Let these people cry about it. Elon, he is learning the hard way that communists don't want to pay for things because they're all complaining, saying, I don't want to pay for a service. Okay, fine. Elon, tell them you're taxing them, and then they'll be like, oh, well, okay, that's fine. All right, so we'll talk about that, plus a bunch of other stories. Crazy story. Chris Pavlovsky of of, uh, Rumble, CEO, is saying that France is trying to get them to take down RT, and they're refusing. So the censorship is is here, of course. We'll talk about this. Before we get started, my friends, head over to TimCast.com. Become a member to support our work directly. Click that join us button and you'll get access to the exclusive members only uncensored shows every night at about 11 p.m. There was a glitch which resulted in yesterday's not going up, but we got it up in the morning. So it is there. If you want to watch last night's, it is available. And I apologize for that, but we will have tonight's up for you on time that you have my word or I will sit here all night to make sure that happens. Don't forget to smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. Joining us today to talk about this and so much more is five times August. Hi. Who are you? Well, uh, independent singer-songwriter from Dallas, Texas. Uh, been writing, recording music since uh, 2001 under the name Five Times August. Had a lot of music on TV, commercials, movies. Um, toured the country, played a lot of colleges. Uh, took some time off to raise a family. Started a uh, started a uh, kids' music project called the Juicebox Jukebox in 2018 did that up until 2020 and then got fed up with the world and started releasing some protest music in early 2021 and i have a new album out called silent war today and you have absolutely incredible fantastic memes and meme videos that i (laughs) have to commend you on uh my website is thebestpoliticalshirts.com and i got 99 problems 
but inflation made them 199 problems plus tax is the message that I have for you here today. And if you guys like the message and want to support me and my efforts here, you can on thebestpoliticalshirts.com because you do. I'm here. Thank you again so much for having me. I I just realized whenever we start the show, I'll introduce the guest, Luke, Ian, and Sir. I never say my own name. It's like, because you didn't didn't introduce yourself. Then I was like, Luke. You gotta say you're Luke Krakowski if we are change and then do it, but you know. Normally I say normally I say like Luke is here, the t shirt vendor. Or it's awkward. It's the same in movies and TV when you're writing scripts. You gotta make sure that the characters say each other's names once mm-hmm. at the very beginning so that the audience doesn't wonder. Yeah. I'm Ian Crossum, by the way. Oh, well, it's nice to meet you. You, you too, Brad. <laughs> I'm Rick <laughs> Manfrey. Welcome to the Rick Manfrey show. Hello, Rick. Rick yeah, can, can we make Rick up our Katz. own names? <laughs> sure, yeah. What's your... Oh. Oh, what, what's his name? Cowboy. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, Winston. Uh, Juice. Piedmont. Ligma Johnson. Ligma. Ligma <laughs> Johnson. <is my> name. <laughs> all right, Ligma, thanks for hanging out. <laughs> What's happening over there, brother? Oh, yeah, I'm Surge.com. Trying to get us all right here. Nice hat. How are you guys? <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. People were commending me the other day. I love it. It's a, yeah, it's cool. a mighty fine Tuesday, my friends. How it's a great Tuesday. Huh? That's right. It's got a little... What's, what does the puff ball do? Uh, I have no idea. I actually have no idea. Do? It's always been yeah. on hats, you know? Just well, I, I, cool I don't think... There you go. Who knows? It's just always been there. It's just the way we do it. At, at some point, somebody was like, there's got to be a, a puffball on top. I wonder yeah. if it's <laughs> to mi- mimic a, being a large animal. For like back what? in the day, they would put like a mm. horse's hair on the top so that when you come into contact with a bear and you have to get up oh, big to scare it, oh, that makes it look... The puffball scares bears away. It, that, that explains it. Yeah. I, I don't see any bears here, do you? <laughs> That's well, there you go. That's you it. nailed it. All right, it. how about we talk about news? Yeah. All right, everybody, here's the, here's the story. And it's, and it's actually really simple. Quote, some cities may run dry for a few days. A few days. I wonder what that means for you. How do you feel about not having gas for your truck for a few days? That sound fun? Diesel supplier warns businesses on the East Coast to prepare for diesel shortage after Russia cut off imports. The other day on this show, people were super chatting that the supply was down to like 20 or 19 days. It's still down. It's, it's not improving. They are resupplying, but not as fast as we are consuming. So... It is getting a little bit worrisome that our diesel supplies are the lowest point since like 2008. Have you guys, I just want to point this out too. Diesel supplies are at the lowest since 2008, like uh, more housing prices, mortgage rates, interest rates, like all of these things are starting to, we keep hearing like inflation is worse since two, as bad as it's been since 2008. You know, they keep, they keep saying that. And you guys remember what happened then, right? In 2008? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We yeah. almost completely toppled the economy. Almost. that we... Uh, we taxed everyone. I don't know. Ten. I think over the course of twenty years, they're going to pay out twenty trillion or something to pay off those banks from two thousand eight. I don't know the exact numbers. They say businesses which rely on the fuel have been told to take steps to plan for the potential lack of supply, which is mostly caused by Russia cutting off imports. This means that businesses are not receiving the high number of petroleum products they were before the invasion of Ukraine. The diesel shortage is also caused by high distillate demand, refinery maintenance, and lower refinery capacity. You know, it's it's a scary story, but let's be real. Democrats all have Teslas, so this isn't going to bother them at all, right? I mean, Pete Buttigieg, it was him, right? He told everyone to buy Tesla. Mm-hmm. 
Well, there you go. Problem solved. Democrats don't got to worry about it. Midterm. Yeah. Yeah, AOC has one. She's probably really happy now. And what was that congresswoman that said that when gas prices were high, she was driving by her uh, with her Tesla and, and celebrating that she didn't need to pay like the other peasants? What was her name? I, for, I forgot. Oh, yeah. Right. I saw that woman's that story. name. Yeah, I I'll look it up. I don't right know. Now. Well, come on. Right look, come on. Is, are, are you... So, so, so they're saying because of the diesel shortages, you're gonna you're gonna experience a couple different things. Potentially, there may be some you know cities running dry in a certain sense, but they're gonna prioritize this by having higher prices. So they may bring in fuel from other areas to supplement those that are running low and try and make sure there's kind of like a triage going on. So ultimately, the most likely scenario is just higher gas prices. It's not the end of the world. And besides, if you're really concerned about $5 gallon gas, just buy a Tesla. It's only $60,000. So, you know, problem solved right on, there. On the low end, $160,000 yeah, <laughs> if you want the high end. But, you know. And, and, that's, and that's reasonable yeah. for the average American, you know, just to spend one hundred sixty grand on a car. Might as well before inflation makes it, you know, not valuable anything. You know. What's yeah. that? Remember that Dan Aykroyd? I think it was Dan Aykroyd joke on SNL. He's like, inflation's great. Don't you want to smoke $100 cigars? Wear a $5,000 suit? Drive a ten thousand or what do you say, like thirty thousand dollar car or something? It was the seventies. <laughs> but but yeah, but also ju- just to continue this story on, there's a lot of other problems ahead of us, particularly because we're just entering right now the high demand season for diesel, and a lot of people use it for heat. And so far, we had a mild fall. We're entering into a mild winter. But but if winter gets severe, a lot of people are going to be using diesel, uh, needing it to heat their homes. Uh, a lot of the country, a lot of the trucks, a lot of the farming, a lot of the infrastructure is run on diesel. So with the refineries and imports slowing down and the demand increasing, yes, the price is going to go up dramatically from here. And hopefully we could avoid an utter tragedy from unfolding here. But this is uh, this year's problem. It's expected to get worse the second year the third year, as of course, this is something that isn't going to be fixed anytime soon as the conflict between Russia and the West has, of course, been escalating. And with those escalations, there are consequences. This is one of them, a diesel shortage. We had a super chat before the show started. So I just want to let everybody know, if you super chat before we go live, YouTube erases those super chats. But it was from someone named D. Lamb who mentioned that the person who, who delivers, like I guess, heating oil, was that what it was? Yeah, it was said they can't guarantee the supply over the winter. Yeah. In the UK, we heard the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. The BBC is secretly preparing messages for when there's energy shortages, like blackouts or something. And they're saying they that there may be rationing or shortages of fuel for heating people's homes in the winter. Uh, mind you, they said at the beginning of December, not only even to the Christmas holiday. So December, oh, yeah, yeah, you can get well uh, mo- like upside down planters pots, those clay pots, and then you cut a little hole in the top and you put candles inside of them. They create like heat. They'll, yeah, they'll like holds yeah. the heat and then makes like a like a little bit of you know, the heat yeah, gets like captured. A radiator. And then you yeah. put like layers of them. So you put a larger planter on top yeah. of a smaller planter and you can get a lot of ambient heat mm-hmm. for if you don't have heat. And also, I don't know how important it is, but don't they use diesel to transport diesel? Yes. They use diesel <laughs> yes. trucks. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it's a compounding, compounding problem. And gasoline and, and mm-hmm. basically everything. So if there's a shortage of diesel, it means... You might not have eggnog or sour cream or whatever it is you're trying to get for the Christmas mm-hmm. holidays. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't that com- convenient, though? I mean, because we're saving the world right now. So you mentioned the candle and the pot and stuff. I mean, that's just good for the environment anyway. Picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through Car Shield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. 
Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com carlson. I'm talking big money items like your transmission, engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com slash carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com slash carlson. That's carshield.com slash carlson. Yeah, you know? I mean, this yeah. is what it's all about. Exactly. We should be figuring Isn't out that convenient, right? this... how to survive. Next, you know what we should do? Let's start. Let's, let's look up how to catch rabbit. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I learned this. I think it. Uh, uh, who who told us this? When you're eating rabbit, you got to make sure you crack the bones and and get the fat out of the marrow because mm-hmm. you know you, otherwise it's called rabbit starvation. Yep. They don't have enough fat in them, so you can't just eat rabbit. But mm-hmm. with the bone marrow, you should be good. Oh. Fatten them. It sounded like an element. Uh, fatten them. Yeah, fatten them. I. Uh, what was I looking at? Oh, kerosene. A large segment of the world heats their homes with kerosene right now, mm-hmm. and it causes massive like uh, lung problems because they're breathing in the black smoke. Oh. So I think candles might, on a you know, if you if you scale it up, cause something like problem like that. You don't want to breathe uh. in candle smoke, um, especially though people resorting to kerosene, it could be mm-hmm. a big big problem. You got to make sure yeah. things are ventilated. Especially scented candles. You don't want those extra scents, you know, that yeah, involved in bug that. anus. You know, oh, I've been, gosh, yeah. Bug yeah. It's one of my favorites, though. I've been thinking about the policies <laughs> of Joe Biden, the administration, Democrats. And, you know, what's the, what's all the fuss about? I'm not poor. It's the poor people who have mm-hmm. to suffer under Democrats. And they voted yeah. for him. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I advocated to help, you know, people. Yeah. But uh, they, they get to root what they sow. And then we can all, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, sit back. And and sit atop our balconies, drinking fine wine in the ivory tower, right? Mm-hmm. Luke's down for that. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, that. That's not really true. But you know, I have a better idea. <laughs> why, why don't we just try serfdom? I, I think that's going to really help the planet. And you know, we might as well just serve the monarchy and and the ruling elites and just base our lives on providing for them. You know, I think that's well, a better but, idea. But, but, that's a really nice idea. Yeah, that's a good, <laughs> a good point, though. But think about this, right? What's going to happen to your average company when the economy completely collapses? The, I mean, the people are going to have no choice but to become serfs, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you own the company, you basically become an oligarch, mm-hmm. you know? So the economy collapses, there's no resources, and then all of the all of the working poors come to you and say, please help us. And then you go, oh, the poors want my food. <laughs> and, uh, you know, as long as you're hanging out with Democrats, they got a plan for this, I'd imagine, because they're the ones who made, it, made, made this all possible. I love that the the pores has made its way back into the cultural right. conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Elon Musk pores. is going to give the pores access to verification. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, I thought we were in a um, in a uh, transition because didn't Biden say that like the 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 gas shortage was part of the transition at some point like a few months <laughs> ago? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So so is it on purpose? To, to, is it like not on purpose? I don't know. To where get we're at. serious with it, and you know, I I just. I can't believe people voted for this. Mm-hmm. And there's a certain point where I understand the people who are watching and listening to the show like this. You didn't vote for it. You voted against it. You voted to protect yourselves. You voted for protecting the lives of your family, your friends, and making the world better. And then the Democrat voters who voted in the Biden administration and other Democrats voted on hatred with no real plan, a man who's not all there. And it's just making everything substantially worse. And the scary thing is they're going to vote for Fetterman. They're going to vote for more of these Democrats despite, I mean, this, this is fascinating. I was reading this uh, article on why we're, we're going to see this red wave. 
even in New York, where these safe Democrat areas are, are almost flipping Republican now. And they said, I think it was a uh, it was uh, time. Uh, I'm sorry, was it New York Times saying you have Democrats right now campaigning on abortion and MAGA when crime is up like 40 percent and gas prices are through the roof. And Republicans are campaigning on these issues like we're going to get your gas prices down and deal with crime. And the Democrats just say, but don't you want to abort your kids? And the people are like, I don't care. I'm hungry, dude. I need to drive my car. Mm -hmm. So now all of a sudden in New York, there's one poll showing Lee Zeldin is beating Hochul. Republican, we could have a Republican governor so in New York. So you're saying the country is not going to be voting for the Biden administration's policies because they support Dylan Mulvaney? You say Dylan Mulvaney is not as popular to galvanize the American public to make them support this administration it's and the shocking. amazing work they're doing in society while destroying everything else. Uh, again, it's absolutely crazy what's happening here. And, the, and another aspect that we should really try to understand here is that the gas prices right now, the diesel prices right now are at a price with the government doing a lot of things behind the scenes, artificially trying to keep those prices down. Just a couple of days ago, just a couple of weeks ago, Biden went to Saudi Arabia and literally begged the empire to produce more oil up until the midterm elections. Saudi Arabia said, nope, we're not going to be doing that. We're actually going to tell everyone your plan and screw you over as you're pushing for, of course, a green revolution that mm -hmm. will essentially screw over Saudi Arabia in the long term. But, but, but again, what else is the government doing right now to keep these prices low? What are they going to be doing after the election when they don't care? That's going to be another mm -hmm. big impact factor here when it comes to the price of gas and diesel going up. I'll, I got to say, you know, uh, we're, we're one week away from the actual midterm election day. Votes are already coming in. We just had the libertarian candidate endorse the Republican in Arizona for Senate, which is crazy, Masters. And I kind of feel like whatever you think about 2018 and 2020 with the Democrats winning, you can only fool the people for so long. When you try to crank up gas prices, take away energy production, generally make things worse because you have some weird cult ideology about the world ending, eventually a regular person says, you know, I'm done. I don't care. I just want you to guess. Mm -hmm. So they can do whatever they want. They can say whatever they want. They can play whatever dirty games. They can riot. They can scream. And eventually someone just says, I can't pay gas. I'm voting for the other guy. Mm -hmm. We'll see. We'll see. You know, you don't want to count your chickens before they hatch. Mm -hmm. But uh even Joe Rogan said the red wave that's coming is going to look like the, the elevator doors opening in The Shining. It's going to just flood through. Yeah. And yeah. there are some projections. This It may be substantially worse than even the projections are, are making it out. Because right, what's happening is Real Clear Politics 538, they're tracking all these polls. And they're like, look at this. Republicans are up one point. That predicts we're going to see you know this many seats in Congress. Then you factor in that the pollsters are all completely wrong. And they're off by like 7 to 13 points. And it, there's, there's some scenarios, 530 is presented, where Republicans can have like 260 seats in the House. Just mm. absolutely chaotic. 56 seats in the Senate. I don't know about all that, but you tell me that diesel's running out, and I'd say, okay, you give me the day before the election, gas at five bucks a gallon, yeah. and everyone is just being like, don't, no, don't care, Republican. Just whoever is not <laughs> yeah. in charge right now. Yeah. It's funny because Biden said just the other day that that's how much gas was when he took office. He couldn't even remember that gas was actually half that price when he took office. So, or he's lying. Or he's lying. Or yeah. he just, yeah, or he's off in Never Never Land. But I think that people are getting pushed to that point now where they they voted just because they were sort of conditioned for four or five years to take whoever it was going to be on the other side. And now they're sort of facing the backlash of that where you, you can't afford food and gas. The two, you know... 
or a roof over your head for crying out loud. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know what they're thinking. We, we saw what happened in France when they added that tax on petrol, which increased the price by only like a dime or something. Mm -hmm. It was two years of riots, basically. They have to understand that if they want to carry through their weird climate change agenda, great reset, whatever you want to call it, you put people homeless in the streets and we're seeing more and more homeless people. And this is probably why eventually you have just disorder and chaos. Are they are they hoping for this? Do they think that civilization is going to pull through when people don't have a place to live and they're starving? No, those people are going to get mad. And they're going to smash windows and take stuff. Mm. I guess that's what they want. Yep. How do you how do you look at those cities and vote for more of it? The, the conditions of it right now. The last time I was in San Francisco, you could smell the urine in the air. Oh, and, yeah. and it's gotten worse since then. I mean, then. New York's not too dissimilar. It, okay. New York's, what, sour milk? Yep. Like you walk through Midtown and just you get a whiff of sour milk periodically. Mm -hmm. And roasted it's, nuts. And roasted nuts, that's true too. It smells fantastic. <laughs> yeah. If you're lucky. Yeah, if you're yeah. lucky. But it's like giving, it's back and forth. Sometimes urine, depending on where you are. Mm -hmm. But now we've got all the crazy subway crime. You see this stuff in New York mm -hmm. City where people are getting pushed in front of trains. Some dude got stabbed. Mm -hmm. Kids are getting robbed. And uh, the Democrats are campaigning on abortion. I feel like yeah. cleaning the earth is something that we do when we're stabilized. Like if we're at war or in a state of chaos, we're just going to be doing what we need to do to survive and producing waste as the byproduct until we find a place of peace and stability where we can go back and clean up all the waste. Like waste management is very low on the real life living survival priority thing. Mm -hmm. So if for to cut out people's fuel supply and then expect us to like peacefully transition into a state of like green energy is not, it doesn't logically transmute for me. I don't think peaceful is the way we're going. Let's jump to this next story from Forbes. Alleged Paul Pelosi attacker pleads not guilty to state charges. David DePape, the man accused of violently attacking Paul Pelosi, Nancy's husband, pleaded not guilty Tuesday to attempted murder and other state charges, according to several reports. As authorities allege, DePape specifically targeted the Pelosi's and aimed to hold the House Speaker hostage. Uh, I'm just going to pause. and I don't believe any of it. I don't know what to believe. There's a lot of really crazy stories. I don't believe the, 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 the gay orgy story. I think that's a little too extreme. Maybe the, people are like speculating as to why he was there. But the, the narrative keeps changing. For whatever reason, the police are the, the media reports are changing too rapidly on this one for me to understand at all what happened. So here we have a story of some weird goings on. That's about it. I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you think happened? Why, why don't they just release the security footage so we can all just know what happened? Because I, didn't they come out saying that there was no security footage? Because I actually went back. I found from 2020, there was an article, article that came out uh, early January. Their, their house had been attacked. And they're like, security footage was, yeah. you know, on there. And, and they don't release it now. So. They, and they, said, they reported the police had body camera footage. Yeah, I'm hearing a bunch of crazy stuff that an unknown person opens the door. Then they said, actually, that's not true. Then they said when they came in, they saw Pelosi and DePape fighting over a hammer. Now some people are reporting that Pelosi himself opened the door. Yeah. Then they said he was in his underwear. Now they're saying he wasn't in his underwear. Like, <laughs> what, what, like what's how the do you, story here? How do you screw here? that up? I yeah, yeah. That. How do you mess that up? It's like the Bin Laden oh, raid. He was know? wearing long, like, long johns. Is that what they're called? Oh, yeah. Is that uh, what yeah. they're doing? The Using his underwear. Well, we didn't underwear. mean underwear. We meant long we johns. Tidy whities. Underwear yeah. from the 1930s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, yes. I, with, with the butt flap. Yeah. Butt yes. you know? yeah. When when Paul called the cops, he mentioned David by name. Is this this is what I've heard? Yes. So he, he knew the guy. So if he knows this guy, uh, then that guy has knew that 
he was Nancy's husband. I'm thinking this is my story that I've got in my head. Paul's got some dealer. Paul's a crazy dude, wild man. You know, much love, Paul. Whatever. I don't care. I'm not going to judge you on that. So you got this guy coming over your house at two in the morning. He knows that it's Nancy Pelosi's husband, so he's stewing this Paul guy, or this uh, David guy, stewing with his stoner friends, and they're doing all sorts of drugs out in the East. You know, I, I know these people from L.A. Like, I, I, I lived with these people. They get crazy. You, Ian? Yeah. No. Dude, dirty hippies go, can go crazy from psychosis. <laughs> I from, bet, like, yeah. Too they, much weed. They do a lot of drugs. And other drugs. Um, and so they're like, this guy very well may have issues with Nancy Pelosi. He's like, I'm, t- I'm going to do it. Tonight's the night. And he goes over there, and he gets all freakish and like... Mm. But I think that they knew each other. I think that he would, and, and and that they're gonna, they're gonna throw this guy under the bus. They're gonna try and throw this guy under the bus for terrorism charges. When it turns out, like Paul was probably like he's probably Paul's dealer, or or some kind of like relation to Paul. Paul knew his name. Mm-hmm. You don't just get ra- you don't know mm-hmm. random attackers' names when they come into your house. Yeah. Well, so so we have updates from Politico. Here's what they say: five new details. Paul Pelosi told police he woke up with the attacker in the room. The speaker's husband was asleep in his bedroom when DePape broke in through a glass door entered and demanded to speak to Nancy Pelosi, according to the affidavit. No security was present at the time. I, I, I got to ask why that is. I mean, this is this is Pelosi. Paul was wearing a pajama shirt and boxers when the attacker arrived. Jenkins said he appeared surprised to see the man in his room, according to a police account based on an interview with the Pape. Uh, this is why you have guns and why we believe in the Second Amendment, because um, you you wake up and there's a strange man in your room with, you know, threatening you and you're armed. You have a lot less to worry about. San Francisco police officers found supplies in a backpack. DePape carried zip ties, tape, rope, a pair of rubber and cloth gloves, a journal, and at least one hammer with him to the Pelosi home. So there were two hammers. According to the affidavit, law enforcement also seized a sword and two hammers in the garage where DePape lived. Interesting. So this is, a, a, this is almost like the Kavanaugh story, except the Kavanaugh guy got apprehended. Yep. DePape told police he was like the country's founders. After Paul Pelosi informed him the speaker was not home, DePape said he would sit and wait for several days for her to arrive, the affidavit said. And when Pelosi tried to use a phone housed in an in-home elevator to call the police, DePape blocked him. An in-home elevator? Oh, I'm impressed. Not surprised, though. DePape also did not leave after Pelosi called 911 because he felt that much like the American founding fathers of the British, he was fighting against tyranny without the option of surrender, according to DePape's statement to San Francisco police. Alleged threat to break her kneecaps. DePape told police intended to take the speaker hostage, talk to her and break her kneecaps if she lied. (laughs) This dude's nuts. DePape said in a police statement he wanted to lure someone else. He wanted to use Nancy to lure another individual, the affidavit said. The document doesn't say who the other other individual might have been. But DePape told police in the same statement that he viewed Pelosi as the leader of the pack of lies told by the Democratic Party. It's really weird that a guy can live in a house with a Black Lives Matter sign in the window, a pride flag, uh, this house rejects hate sign, and then all of a sudden just be a, you know, anti, uh, he could be a MAGA guy. How about this? Many of these leftists also hate Nancy Pelosi. It's Mm. really that simple. Mm. I'm not buying there wasn't any security. These last few years have not been easy on our economy. And with tax season finally arriving, there will be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-431-5684 and you'll be in touch with America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS's predatory tactics and put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have. 
from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684. Or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Again, 800-431-5684 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Yeah, I don't think anyone is. Yeah. How is that possible that Pelosi would have no security? It's crazy. Right. They have dudes Luke, that, that hang out in front of their house like all day. I mean, right? you, you, you pointed this out. We have security and we're not third in line or right. anywhere near government. Or, you know, one of the richest people in the world, my- mysteriously under, of yeah. course, very lucky circumstances that the Pelosi's are under. Yeah. But, but this is an attack, again, that the media is using as its galvanizing push for more online censorship, for the destruction of speech. And with Elon Musk just buying Twitter, this is the topic that a lot of people are discussing. And the corporate media is running the narratives information conspiracy theories bad people having free speech bad because it leads to these situations that happened with uh paul pelosi and that's disingenuous and it's absolutely you know has no credibility to it when you actually look at the facts of the situation here well roscoe wrote up a good point in super chats he said maybe the same cct company that did the prison epstein was in did the pelosi residence or uh and (laughs) and probably i think it was the same company that did the pentagon surveillance uh on on 9-11 as well that, mm-hmm. that had all the security cameras everywhere. Oh, that's a great bit. You yeah, know, maybe, all the security maybe, company for the intelligence agencies. And it's yeah. like, yeah, 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 exactly. You, you guaranteed to shut down during an emergency. They have like a button they can press that just like creates an error. You yeah. can automatically crash your system with a press of a button and it looks like a total breakdown. Or, or they can be like actually serious, like we're the best security. And then they just happen to accidentally, you know, fail all the time at critical moments. Well, just when you need them most to fail. Well, they'll they're, be there for yeah. you. They're saying there's body camera footage of this. Yeah. Tucker Carlson right. asked for it. They said no. Yeah. Just put it out. Yeah. Then, then there it goes. Oh, and blur, you know. You know, you know, what, you know what? Private I'm, images. I'm, I'm actually on board with this. As long as they have the evidence and they're not releasing it, I am going to just have to believe then it was a gay orgy. Yeah. That's right. Three guys. I guess That's so much more fun, isn't it? Well, so look. There look, was a third guy, <laughs> according to police. Uh, in initially, initial report. they're changing their report. Yeah. But, but look. If if you are refusing to release the evidence mm-hmm. showing us what really happened, right? well, then I'm going to assume the worst. Mm-hmm. I'm going to assume Paul Pelosi was, look, I'm, I don't know the gay, gay orgy thing. I think he was trying to buy drugs. I really do. That, that is a, likely. That night, it yeah. could have been David just going over and he's like, David, what the hell Where's, are you doing here at 2 a.m.? And David's like, I want to talk to Nancy. He's tweaking out of his mind. And Paul's I like, get out of here. Maybe. Yeah. But no security? No, he had a, a third guy open the door. The cops don't just say that on accident. If that was the report, there's a third guy, a third person. Then there was a third person. Then who and opened then someone the door? went and asked him to change the report. The third right, person. Right, right, right. Security guard? Who knows? Yep, yep. Because this isn't maybe security guard, maybe. And then they were like, well, then how did this guy break in if there's a security they guard? They let him there? in because they know him, probably. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The guy's local in the area, like knew him. Here's what I think. Dude's probably a dealer because they said that he, like, the, they say that, you know, I don't know. I heard the dude's a druggie or something. Paul Pelosi calls him up. He comes over and he's like, you got the stuff? Yes. And then David says, it's, 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 it costs, I'll tell you what happened. David goes, it's 50 bucks now. And Paul goes, 50 bucks? It was 35 yesterday. He goes, inflation, what do you expect? And he's like, I'm not spending 50 bucks. I came all the way down here. Give me my 50 bucks. I have stocks like, to buy. They got getting into it and they're fighting. 
security guards like what's going on then he's like i'm gonna call the police unless you get out of here i'm done with you and he's like call him see if i care do it i dare you and then he calls him and he's like yeah there's a strange guy in my house and then a fight breaks out mm-hmm. third guy's like i don't know what's going on no no i don't know about that i'm i'm uh, i'm mostly kidding but you make a good point, Ian. You don't accidentally say a third person opened the door. Yeah, and he that knew makes the guy no by sense. name. Right. Mm-hmm. That was very intentionally that there was a third person there. That's what the cops said. Honestly, this idea that this far leftist dude had a radical transformation into a QAnon MAGA guy, come on, that's crazy. Well, you know, I was thinking about that because there's that famous clip of uh, Pelosi. She's talking about smear campaigns and how you just put out the wrong story up front. So by the time the truth comes out, nobody cares anymore. And so that's what I think this is, is they just put out the smear campaign for their own political purposes. It doesn't matter clearly, but I can't, you know. I just, I find it really hard to believe that th- this, this reminds me of like the craziness of the Alec Baldwin story. Cause I, we talked a lot about how the, the, the scenario for Alec Baldwin to have accidentally killed that woman is like winning the lottery three times in a row. Like accidentally doesn't check the gun after decades of, of training on set. Accidentally, it's loaded with live ammo. He accidentally points it at her, accidentally pulls the hammer back, accidentally pulls the trigger. Like, come on. Yeah. Like all of those things, you know, it's possible, I guess. But the simple story is actually just he pointed it and shot it. Like, why didn't he check the gun? So I look at this story and I'm like, okay, you want me to believe that a far leftist who lives in a house with a BLM with a BLM sign, a pride flag, a hippie leftist with stickers on the bus in their parking space that has a bunch of leftists like pro pro liberal Democrat stuff in San Francisco in Berkeley or, or was it San Francisco or was it Berkeley? That's San Francisco. I think I, he lived in Berkeley and then this happened in San Francisco at yeah. Paul's house. Right, 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 right. So I'm supposed to believe this guy all of a sudden just had this radical transformation to a Trump supporter, even though he's a Canadian illegal yeah. immigrant. Mm-hmm. He has this radical transformation. Knows where the Pelosi's live, shows up, there's no security, is able to get in. I got to believe all of those things for this story to be true. Then I got to believe the police accidentally said there was a third person. Then I got to believe they accidentally reported he was in his underwear. Are you kidding me? After all of those accidental reportings, I don't believe it. I'm sorry. I want to know who David, know what happened. who he wants to talk to. Like he was like, Nancy's going to be honest with me, or else I'll, you know, he the threatened about her kneecaps. But like, honest about what? What's going on here? That sounds personal. Sounds like they know mm-hmm. each other. And then who's this other person that he wants Nancy to like corroborate something for another person? Like it just sounds all like personal family drama. Yeah, it was Pol- maybe it was Pelosi's son's dealer. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe it was their son's dealer. And he showed up because he was like, dude owes me money. Owes me Security money, guard yeah. let him in because they know him. And then he went to he went to Paul and said, your son owes me money. You're going to pay me. So he says, son- no, I'm not. I don't care what my son's doing. And then he's like, apparently his son was there. You want to check this oh, real quick? wow. And he, he's probably like, I'll go to the media. I'll tell everyone your son's doing a bunch of drugs. You don't want this kind of information. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the Pelosi's are like, there's one way to stop this story from yeah. going out there. Get the hammer out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if he Get was the there. Vibrating hammer, quick! <laughs> <laughs> Get the double A batteries in there immediately. <laughs> he may have been there after the fact, but uh, there, look, I'll just say this: if you want me to believe a whole bunch of crazy circumstances to believe your insane story, like that's conspiracy theory territory, dude. Mm-hmm. A conspiracy that far leftist hippie guy is radicalized, then then it bypasses security. What did he do? Was he like, was he like, uh, you know, yippee ki yay, climb, climbing through the air vents, diehard style, got inside the building? This is ridiculous. I think it's, uh, you know, you know, it's plausible. Son owes him money for drugs. He shows up to the house, security guard says, hey man, how's it going? Let's him in. Junior's not there, goes to the dad. Hey, 
you owe me money. Paul, your, your kid's not paying me. You're paying me. He's like, get out of my house. I'm not paying you anything. Then he's like, if you don't leave, I'm going to call the cops. And that's how it happens. Then mm-hmm. the third guy who opens the door is a security guy who was like, leave me out of it. Then they're like, how do we explain this to the press that there was a drug deal gone wrong or something? Mm-hmm. I don't buy the official story. It doesn't make, it doesn't make sense. Isn't that funny that the stories we keep getting are all like this? We all have to talk about it and figure out the nooks and crannies of it ourselves without just getting the story, like the Alec Baldwin story, too. Yeah. Like every single time, every week, every day, there's a new story, and we're like, well, here's, here's like uh, 10% of the story, but we're not going to tell this you is, This rest. is important right here, because someone super chatted. Cosmic, Cosmic Surgeon said, I've sold a lot of drugs, but never in my underwear. Dude wasn't even in his underwear, apparently. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And he had a backpack. So I don't, I don't, I don't buy the story, man. Guy gets radicalized. The cops get the story completely wrong. I, I just looked at him and I assumed that blue jeans and a t-shirt was underwear. Whoops. The third guy, actually same guy. If there was no third guy who opened the door for you, it was uh, Paul Pelosi. But he was fighting with the guy over the hammer. Yes. So he's fighting with the guy with the hammer, makes his way. They both wiggle over to the door. He opens it for you as he's fighting. This is insane. Come on. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you this. I get it. We don't know what happened. How about you, you release the surveillance footage and the body camera footage, and then we'll all know exactly what happened, and the story can go away. Exactly. I, yeah, I don't see how you could prosecute this story without body camera footage at this point. It's we don't use nonsense. footage anymore for these stories, though. <laughs> I'm really never concerned. footage ever so David, for these kinds of things. He's, uh, he said he's innocent. So he's, he's going declared innocence or he's pleading innocent. I wonder what his side of the story is. Well, he's really said statement. So that's the other thing, too. It's like he told police these things. Okay, sure. I'm definitely down to look and I want to hear him say it. The challenge is when the police have already gotten all this stuff wrong, expect me to believe him. The cops are like, he was in his underwear and a third, third dude opened the door. Oops, never mind. And now you expect me to trust you when you say, here's what he told me? Yeah. I oh, wanted, yeah, the crazy guy said this. Oh, God, yeah, last night I was thinking, I can't wait to hear David's side of the story. And then I got this like message from God. I got this impulse of like, there's no way we're letting him talk to the public. Mm-hmm. And that was from Paul. Paul's like, there's no way we're letting David talk to the public right now. What if they Epstein like, him? Like, what do you mean that you're letting him? This is all just like in my, in my imagination, but I'm like... Is this the kind of energy? Like, is this real? Are they like in control? Are they in cahoots with the cops? I don't see why they wouldn't be. The Speaker of the House, his family, local police, like, I think they probably know each other pretty well. Yeah, I, I'm Absolutely, just, yeah. first and foremost, no matter what, I find it hard to believe there was no security there. Yeah. Just insane. Apparently, the, the Pelosi's have Safe House Security is the company that is uh, Pelosi's private security. Well, there's Safe also House a security. neighborhood security company, too. Based on that story that I found from 2020, there's a, there's a company that goes around for the neighborhood itself, mm-hmm. then there's the Pelosi security. Then they also have security cameras. So there's no reason. Then they also no- have Capitol Police officers that fly from Washington, <laughs> D.C. to literally watch them at their home, mm-hmm. which has been targeted politically before. So, so it's just absolutely mind-boggling. Let's, they have no security? Come on. Let's talk about suppression of information. We have this story from CNBC. This website's struggling to stay open. Twitter reportedly limits employee access to content moderation tools as midterm election nears. The move comes just before the midterms. Elon Musk said on Friday he will be take, after taking control of Twitter, the, he plans to form a content moderation council. So this is, this is potentially big news, whether it's intentional or not. So here's what we have. According to Yoel Roth, I think his name is, this is normal for a company transition after a sale. The reason being, you got a bunch of disgruntled employees. They're about to be fired. You lock everybody out. You keep only trusted people to have access. Otherwise, someone goes, what's up? Oh, oh, I know. Who cares? CNBC's trash. So uh, we know the story's happening. The issue is they're concerned about company transition. Regardless of that, this means that right now, 
Twitter is effectively a free for all. It doesn't mean you can do whatever you want because they are banning people. Viva Fry got suspended for like no real reason, but it just goes to show you the machine's broken right now. Mm. So people are probably going to be able to uh, going to be able to post a lot of stuff, though we are seeing probably uh, it may be worse because now it's hyper automated. So you're going to be getting a lot of weird stuff. But but Biden himself got fact checked. That was really interesting. Nice. Hey, man, right before uh, a week before the midterms, heck of a time for this to happen. What do you think happens? Well, Dave Smith starts trending. That's he's promising. Trending? Yeah, he's trending right now. Oh, what's he trending for? I don't know. It's <laughs> being awesome. What did Biden say know. that got fact checked? He talked about the Inflation Reduction Act um, uh, being uh, an act that's going to allow the mega corporations to be taxed. And he was fact checked being like, well, only some of them might be taxed under this new law, maybe. Uh, but he was saying, we're going to get more revenue for all these huge companies and the billions of dollars. And then, you know, the fact check was, well, so you got like a little not. tag on underneath his post or what? Yeah, I think. Uh, oh, he's got a couple of them. It's, it's not just this one. He said, some seniors pay 400 bucks a month for insulin. It's ridiculous. Thanks to the Inflation Reduction Act, we're capping that cost at 35 bucks a month. And then it says, readers added context. While the Inflation Reduction Act capped inflation at 35 bucks for individuals on Medicare, it did not cap costs for seniors on private insurance. Out of the 8.4 million Americans who take insulin, only 3.3 are covered by Medicare. And there's a bunch of these. He's getting mm. fact-checked a lot. There was one <laughs> about taxing big corporations. Here you go. Look at this one. Let me give you the facts. Let me give you the facts, Jack. <laughs> In 2020, 55 corporations made $40 billion, and they paid zero in federal taxes. My Inflation Reduction Act puts an end to this. And then you get the fact check. The Inflation Reduction Act imposes a minimum tax on corporations with average pre-tax earnings greater than a billion. Out of the 55 corporations he references, only 14 had earnings greater than a billion. So he's full of it. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe taking away Twitter moderation tools from most of the staff just means that we're now going to see Democrats and journalists on the left actually start getting flagged. It's going to be interesting because Bloomberg is reporting that only some of the employees lost their access to content moderation and policy enforcement. Which about ones? Uh, what was this about? We don't know yet. We don't know the details here. But there have been a lot of people after Elon Musk that, that you know acquired Twitter that have been censored like Viva Frey that you mentioned that did get their accounts back. So I, I think, I suspect personally... Well, he got his account back because he complied with the BS takedown request. Oh, did he? Wow. Yeah, they said, delete your tweet and you can come back. So yeah. we, I'm pretty sure he did and then said, F you. Because Elon Musk also uh, is sending out messages to people like, don't worry, we'll help you soon. He, he sent a message to Michaela Peterson when she reached out to him saying, it's only going to be a matter of time. We'll fix the problems. Uh, is the problem being fixed now with some of these people being taken away for, for censoring people for their political speech? I, I think that is possibly what's happening here. Uh, but only time will tell. It's going to be interesting to see how this moves forward, especially with the pressure from the federal government and the DHS that, of course, wants to censor speech, that wants to limit the conversations that people could have naturally between themselves in a draconian totalitarian way. You're What's going to happen here is going to be interesting. You ready for the real good news? Deadline says Hollywood's Twitter exodus, who has quit, who has threatened to quit, and he re who refuses to leave. Hmm. So uh, there's a bunch of these stories. They're mentioning wrestling legend Mick Foley wrote, I'll be giving some serious thought to leaving, blah, blah, blah. But he hasn't left. <laughs> like, I think that's the biggest name there. NBC News also had a very similar article, and I didn't know who they were talking about. I was like, who are these people? They showed pictures mm -hmm. of four people. I had no clue and no idea who these people were. Oh, well, they say a Mick range Foley, of that's uh, uh, what's his name? Man, yeah. mankind, mankind. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a range of other prominent figures have either threatened to quit. Stephen King signed off for a break, which may or may not be permanent. Tony Braxton, Taya Leone, Josh Gad, Brian Koppelman, Alex Winter. 
and some expressed concerns, Kara Swisher, or have defiantly said they will stay and fight. Rob Reiner and George Takei. <laughs> oh, okay. The funny thing is, Elon doesn't get it. Elon, he doesn't get it. Commies don't want to pay for things. Okay, that's just it. So he can he can he can charge whatever he wants to do. Wants to charge. They don't they don't even want to pay for for, for they don't even want, they don't want to do work. Mm-hmm. They want free school. They want free everything, and that just means you pay for it. They want to be on Twitter. They want to have verification. They want you to tell everyone how important they are, and they don't want to pay for it. So here's my advice to Elon: Let them go. Let them drift away into obscurity. We're having a conversation over here on Twitter. That's why, I, that's why George Takei said, I'm not leaving because he gets it. That's why I said Donald Trump has no choice but to come back if they reinstate him. It's where the conversation is. Remember uh, Will Wheaton? When's the last anyone's heard from him? Mm-hmm. You don't want to be active on these platforms? By all, by, by, by all means, go ahead and leave. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, good luck. I'm not saying it's the end of the world for these people. I'm sure he's doing something. He's, he's got a YouTube or something going on. And there have been people on the right who have been banned. They still very much exist, for sure. Alex Jones is doing his thing. But would, if you if you willfully want to remove yourself from the public conversation, go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. There you go. I almost did that last year. Actually, I went through this little thing because of all the censorship. It was like, well, screw this. I'm out of here. And I decided to stick with it and just be more loud and more obnoxious and sort of wait for them to just kick me out. But uh, I think the thing is, these people are running from one from hearing another viewpoint. You have one side of the aisle that's like, I'm going to stay here and be loud and and say what I want to say shooting for truth, fighting for freedom. Uh, but then you have other people that don't want to hear it, and that's why they're leaving. You know, they're sort of afraid. That it's under the guise of hate and uh, intolerance, and they don't want to hear it, so they're going to run. But then there's also this $8 per month uh, inconvenience that... But it's, a, but it's an <laughs> That's option. the final nail in the coffin. So $8. Would you, would you rather a company be dependent on the whims of multinational corporations complying with the ESG score? Or would you rather a company be independently funded and not need to, of course, mm-hmm. bend over to, of course, the globalists and the internationalists and the corporations? Mm-hmm. To me, right. $8 a month, I'll gladly pay for it if Elon Musk keeps his promise to protect free speech and allow yeah. people to have their political voices mm-hmm. disseminated without any, uh, you know, d- d- destruction of those voices, without any kind of censorship so so i'm willing i'm gladly willing to they pay already $8 have for it. twitter blue for like four dollars a month yeah. and that's basically just gives you what free, it allows free you to upload it allows you to videos, upload right? videos that yeah. are a lot longer and it gives you some analytics and yeah. some data and that's four bucks a month so sarah barella says welp it's been fun i'm out see you on other platforms peep sorry this one's just not for me george alexopoulos said who are you <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious hey, look she's yeah. got 2.8 million followers yeah. But, I, ha- uh, I have no idea who she is. She's, I, I, have, she, I never know. I'm not going to write you a love song. Yeah, exactly. Go. Yeah, I, I that's still, great I, harmony. I, Everyone's perfect. super excited. I, I still have no idea and no clue. But but what's happening here, I, I'll bet your bottom dollar right now that, that all these corporate media companies are reaching out to all these celebrities and saying, hey, are you hearing? Mick Foley might quit. Are you going to be brave and quit too? Can yeah. we sign up your name too to this article? Hey, can, uh, can, can, you, can you stand up against this bigotry and this hatred? Are you going mm-hmm. to do the right thing and, and say you're going to get off Twitter once the hatred comes back? And they're, of course, calling all these celebrities and trying to bait them into pushing uh, uh, this larger attack against Twitter. And that's I, exactly what's happening. Here. I want to tell you who Sarah Bareilles is. She is a Twitter user with 2.8 million followers who can barely muster a couple dozen retweets or likes on any of her content. Yeah, I mean, all of that. her tweets. 
no engagement. So see, this is the opportunity for a lot of these has-beens. They have a lot of followers because they gained a lot of followers for doing something, but now they're not relevant anymore. Mm -hmm. How do you make yourself relevant? Stand up defiantly and say, I have almost 3 million followers and I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. Well, nobody, well, nobody, look, look, look. This is, this is my point though. See how she gets like no retweets anywhere? 31, wow. 31, 30, 19. But hold on when she says, I'm leaving. 6,000. With 40,000 40, replies, 75,000 likes. It's, it's just PR. That's all it is. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a PR yeah, but boost. Most of but, those... but, but, but the bigger question is, how many of those followers are real? She's not getting any engagement. Uh -huh. Did she buy any followers? Is there no, an no, artificial no, 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 boost no, 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 to this? No, 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 no. What happens is someone like Sarah Bareilles, she has that big song. I'm not going to write you a love song or whatever. She has other songs. I'm sure people listen. She, she, she probably gets a ton of traffic on Spotify. But that song was really big. When that comes out, she's in the press everywhere. Tons of people then follow her, but for no reason. No one's following her to listen to her opine on her politics. So when it comes to actual engagement, they don't. They don't engage. For people like us, they, people follow us and we follow others for the conversation, not her. Mm -hmm. So she can't get any engagement. Ton of followers. It's useless for her. So what does she do? Now is a chance to, to get in the news. What happens? She's in, she's in the story. She's in deadline. Congratulations. She made the press. A platform that you had no engagement on, that no one cared to listen to you, and you could use that to boost your, your, your status. It's the same thing with, um, I saw the, another article and it had a list of like celebrities on that level where it was like, oh, I know them from that one thing. Like Alex Winter from Bill and Ted was leaving and he's in the list now. So it's like everybody got the memo and everybody made their statement and they're like, I can't do it. I'm out. And so then now you're seeing Alex Winter. Who's, oh, oh yeah, that guy. Sarah Barry Ellis. Who's that? Oh yeah, that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should check that song out. That was a good song. Tony Braxton. <laughs> Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. She tweeted, I'm shocked and appalled at some of the free speech I've seen on this platform since its acquisition. Hate speech under the veil of free speech is unacceptable. Therefore, I am choosing to stay off Twitter as it is no longer a safe space for myself, my sons, and other POC. Heavens! Please, Tony, keep your children indoors at all times. Heaven forbid they go outside and hear a naughty word the, from a random person walking down the street. You know, the first response here is hilarious by Ron <laughs> Coleman right there. You will <laughs> sorely the, the, the gif of people laughing in their face. Do you know how much terrible stuff is on Twitter that apparently they were never, ever really worried about? Prior yes. to Elon oh, right. Musk. Thank you. <laughs> There's yes. porn. Like, There's yes. hardcore porn on Twitter right now. And you're like, well, now it's not a safe space. Right. There's okay. radical jihadism. <laughs> There's people getting their heads chopped oh, yeah. off. There's Literally. crime. There's like goresome, brutal yeah. videos all on the platform. Yeah. There's no problem. There's no there's no problems with with, with that. Yeah. But, but this, this is too much. We gotta write down the Lucasms. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna create my own language here. But 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 but, but 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 anyway, like you, awesome. you go on there, keep going. Uh, <laughs> you go on there, and then this is the issue. People people just and, and it hasn't even really started yet. We're not seeing a big change to the platform <laughs> nothing yet. Happened. Yeah, yeah, nothing yeah, happened, and right. these people are freaking out that they're leaving. Okay, this is why, you know, Elon is going to learn the hard way that 
he he mentioned this a while back that he hopes to create a balance. It's not about making any one side happy. It's about making everybody, you know, compromise. He doesn't get it. We are the compromise. We are the ones who are outright saying these people advocate for violence. They are psychotic. They dox people. And we are willing to say, okay, fine, let them have their awful opinions and do their thing. We'll mind our own business. They say, no, either ban them or we walk. That's what Will Wheaton did. He said, if you don't ban Alex Jones, I'll quit. And then they didn't. Then he quit. But then they eventually banned him anyway. (laughs) Elon, there is no compromise with with these obstinate psychopaths acting like all of a sudden now the platform is dangerous for her sons. She has no problem with like the murder videos that are on Twitter. There's war footage of people being blown up. I have seen videos of people writhing on the ground with with blood spraying out of their body on this platform. I have seen videos of jets dropping bombs. I have seen videos of white phosphorus. And she's all of it. It's it's fake. Good luck, Elon, man. Can we talk about this tweet real quick? I'm reading it and I'm thinking, is Tony Braxton really sitting around reading other people's tweets at home and and what is in her news feed that is making all this hate speech pop up because we all sort of see what we are given to see based on our own activity i'm imagining you know i'm imagining her son comes in it's like you know a month ago mom mom yeah what is it i just watched a video of a radical jihadist behead somebody yeah it's nice that's nice yeah then he comes in a week later he's like mom mom i'm watching two adults engage in uh yeah yeah yeah, whatever that's nice Then she's sitting there reading the news, like Elon Musk buys Twitter. No, 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 no. This is not safe for my sons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spare me, dude. (laughs) It's it's all of them, though. Yeah. Sarah Bareilles doesn't care about this stuff. They're just, at some point, Elon, you got to recognize, tell them to go away. Go away. Get, Get out of here. If I go outside right now, if I go downtown to like any big city, you're going to see some of the craziest stuff. People are going to be holding up pictures of dead babies. They're going to be holding up pictures of all sorts of nonsense. They're going to be screaming all sorts of nonsense. There's people who walk around naked at pride events. There are people, there's, there, there are performers in Times Square who, are, who get really close to being naked. You go to Hollywood, you might see some nudity all over the place. You're definitely going to see violence. Hey, if you literally go to New York City, you might get pushed onto the tracks. Better keep your kids indoors. Lock the room. Don't let them out. Because if that's the reality... You're scared of some mean words that haven't even appeared on the platform yet? Well, okay, then. Then you shouldn't be going outside at all. Don't make me have to pay for your fear. Mm-hmm. Nobody in their right mind should be letting their kids on Twitter without their per- oversight. Oh, no, don't let your kids on Twitter. Just, just don't give your, you take away right, their Step one, don't yeah. let your kid on Twitter. Yeah. It's, 18, it's, it's the fray, man. It is the fray. It is, it is culture war battle zone. Yeah. I but, mean, maybe take them on Twitter with you to show them how crazy it is, but... Well, Twitter needs to have like a safe mode and a not safe mode. And that solves a lot of the problems. I think that's what Minds does, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not safe for work stuff. Yeah. You can have a safe mode, which is kind of like, you know, there's some new stuff on it that's probably not appropriate for kids, but it's not really that crazy. And then there's the not safe for work stuff, which is war, combat, serious crimes. Politics, in my opinion. A lot of politics. I don't know, though. I think kids are allowed to listen to politics to uh, to a certain degree. I think most politics probably fine. Most politics used to be like this tax policy or, you know, things like that. I used to say religion wasn't safe for work, any kind of religious stuff. And then I'd get like Christmas posts and I'd be like, all right, by my own rules, this is not safe for work. And it'd be like, holly jolly jingle. And I'm like, not safe for work. It's too religious. <laughs> it's Christian. How dare you? Yeah. So yeah, I just that's... stuck to my morals and I kept all not safe for work. If it's religious, not safe for work. Because not everyone's Christian. 
But it is safe for work. But it's, it's not. It's not something I want to sh- to appear on someone's computer in a work environment because I don't want to create divisiveness. But why? What's that? the purpose of it? Like see, reli- see, any see, kind of religion, any kind. This of This is their worldview, bro. Yeah. Our worldview is kind of like, oh hey, a, a, a post about uh, um, you know Judaism, whatever. Right. I'll read it. I'm interested in seeing what they have to say. I'm not Jewish. Oh hey, look Kwanzaa. What's that all about? I'll read about that. What do you think? Mormonism. Mm-hmm. You know, South Park did a great episode on Mormonism, where. They're kind of like ragging on the Mormon faith. And at the end of the episode, the Mormon family is just like, you know what? We've been really nice to you. You guys are just dicks. Like the Mormon family was really nice and wholesome and didn't hurt anybody. But they believed things that the other kids thought were stupid. I'm like, That's how I, I see it. You post something on, on social media and I think it's dumb. Whatever, man. If I disagree with you, I disagree with you. That's the conversation. If it's like someone saying, if, if, if I see like a, a, a post about BLM or something, and it's 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 in the uh, it's in the uh, context of, hey, look at this young man who was killed by police in this story. It's really sad. I'm not going to be like, screw you, you morons. I'm going to be like, oh, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we shouldn't be trying in to appease uh, deranged children who never grew up. Like these individuals, put them in a safe space. Put put a play put play foam in there. Pad the walls up and make it a virtual safe space where people could go and they will prioritize feelings over facts and then have a real place where adults could go that could have serious conversations and could handle the realities of this world and not need to be safeguarded from the truth. So, so this is what Elon Musk has been talking about doing. He also has been talking about sharing advertisement revenue and revenue from Twitter, giving it to some of the content creators. He's planning to officially lay off 25% of the company. So this is going to be a very big transition that we're going to be seeing here and i think he's gonna at the end of the day offer people the opportunity hey have your little safe space you know be able just to to see disney cartoons and and commercials for big pharma being regurgitated to you could have that space he could make and then you could have a real world space they could make twitter invite only nodes he could say that Mm. someone like uh you know sarah Bareilles can choose elect to create a node which will give anyone who follows her an invite to join the node. And the node is only her followers. No one can see anything inside of it or share anything outside of it unless they're invited to the node. How about that? Have you seen the tribal social? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, why aren't, why aren't they all flocking on over there? Well, and just a lot making, of them are. You know, but, are there, but here's the issue. The Daily Beast wrote that tribal social is full of hate speech. They're going after tribal the same as they go after parlor. Why? Because face CIA book and Twitter, you know, actively collude with government. And the real advantage to the centralized networks is the manipulation of public opinion. Getting everybody to go to tribal social is just as bad as if it's parlor. You lose control of the narrative. Mm-hmm. There you go. That makes sense. Let's jump to this next story. Let's talk about censorship. Chris Pavlovsky tweeted, the French government has demanded that rumble block Russian news sources. Like Elon Musk, I won't move our goalposts for any foreign government. Rumble will turn off France entirely. France isn't material to us. And we will challenge the legality of this demand. Uh, Chris, why, why even turn off Rumble in France? Just ignore them. What can they do? You're not in France. If people in France type in rumble.com, that's on the people of France. Let the government of France block the website like the Chinese Communist Party would. And then we'll talk about it. How about that? 
Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> sounds, like a, sounds like a great idea. Sounds like an awesome idea. I mean, uh, governments trying to control information right now during war is something that they have always done historically. But I, I think it's fair to say that, you know, we're reaching a level where information warfare is being galvanized and used against the best interest of the general public. And if France is going to be going after, you know, Russian news sources, they should be going after all the other news sources that are also leading to damage, leading to harm if they truly were trying to do this equally, but they're not. So, uh, Shouts out to Rumble for for standing their ground, for allowing free speech to thrive. And and at the end of the day, people should be able to hear both sides of the story and make up their opinions. But the thing is, when when you're when you're pushing an agenda, when you're fighting a war, when you want to kill somebody, you can't allow that in some instances. And that's the big bigger battle that I think is being described here. I think it's amazing. Uh, Elon Musk tweeted in March that Starlink had been told by some governments to block Russian news sources. In the United States, there's an effort to try and shut down a lot of these Russian news sources. They ban people like crazy. Lee Camp, he worked for RT. He had his own independent podcast on related RT. They banned that too. Yeah, redacted tonight? Re- it wasn't redacted tonight. That guy, they, they shut down all of the shows. But he had a separate podcast that was like his own creation, and they banned that we too. We should have him on the show sometime. I like Well, him. I've reached out to him. I don't know. I've, I've hit him up several times. Cool guy. But yeah, they shut him down. They, they shut him down, and, and a bunch of other people who worked for RT started getting banned like crazy. It's just, it's Chinese Communist Party-level psych, psychotic behavior. I always liked RT during the War on Terror, 2008, 9, 10. I'd be like, what in the hell actually is going on if Saddam didn't have weapons of mass destruction? Like, why are we there? RT was nice because it was an outside perspective. And uh, Al Jazeera, because it was yep. like, they would talk about American troop movements and stuff that, like, NBC didn't talk. NBC's like, we got him. Osama bin Laden. Remember that guy you thought we killed before? We didn't, but we got him now. And you're like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And then, you know, so it's good to get outside perspectives. Uh, but like you said, they don't Luke, want you to have it, dude. Yeah, in a time of war. I mean, no, I, I mean, I, that was war. And well, we were the, told the, the, that the issue war, is the war on terror. Yeah, the, right. The United States is quickly becoming authoritarian over the past six or so years. The left is screaming Donald Trump, Donald Trump, but he's barely done anything. Mm-hmm. It's like he wouldn't even call in the, the troops to shut down the mass rioting around the country. But what they've been doing with like CISA, working with Twitter and Facebook to censor information and shut down speech and actively they, they've been banning news outlets. I mean, how do you justify legally, constitutionally, the shutting down of a news outlet in the U.S.? RT. They did. I think RT chose to shut itself down. Right. They like they, they terminated operations because they were getting banned or something like that. Is that uh, Russia Today? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, been, it's been a minute since the story broke, but I don't, look, man, the United States is becoming very much a despotic regime like the Communist Chinese Party. Dude, they created the War on Terror. It's the most generic title. Imagine if they created the War on Evil. Do you think that they'll ever do that? That yes. we're going to get to a point where they'll be like, and Definitely. enough people will be like zealous and they'll be like, yeah, yeah, evil's bad. We no. got to fight it. The War Send on Fascism. Kids. No. The war on fascism. No, no, no. The war on oh, carbon. Yeah. The war on chaos. You yeah. know, they're going to be like, the war on evil. The Dude, war could on you imagine? carbon. And they're going to be like, are you carbon? Uh, I don't know. I think he's carbon. Get him. And they're gonna, <laughs> it's just so like, it's you. so subjective. What's terrorism? If people were going to fight for the war on evil, they w- we would have seen them step up sooner the last three years. I the, think. War the war on, on evil. Yeah. They're the preparing on people evil. for some dumb. Yeah. It's just so generic. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just a reason to rally people into right. fighting, to accepting curtailing rights and empowering military industrial complex to build bigger bombs, more explosive and deadly weapons. Uh, if they just call it, I mean, it wasn't even a war. It wasn't a war. It was a extra military. It's still going action. on, isn't it? 
I think that it's winding down. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But they can use terrorism. Ever since the Patriot Act and these the NDA was signed, they can use like terror as a, like they're talking about this David Papp guy. They're gonna hit him with terrorism charges or something. They want to. I don't like it, man. They could. Hit, what if they? What if they charged you with evil? Like, could you imagine a reality? <laughs> you Guilty go into jail. What I do? Evil. You committed evil. <laughs> Soon it's coming. Who decides yet, that? But... Who decides if it's terror? Who decides if it's evil? Yeah. Whoever has the guns. Well, that's. Mm. I mean, yeah. When Antifa goes around for political reasons, terrorizing people, they never charge them with terrorism. And they should have. Yeah, if yeah. they want to play judiciously, mm-hmm. then it should have been terrorism too. Definitely. But yeah, in that but... argument, they might have to start charging themselves with terrorism when they drop bombs on schools and stuff. Mm-hmm. True. But domestically, Antifa putting on masks, they, there's a video out of, I think it's Portland or Seattle. They, they're marching through neighborhoods. They see a house with an American flag, so they stop, they go to his house, knock on the door and start threatening the guy. Mm-hmm. Like, this is terrorism. Yeah. Okay, these people should be charged because they're they're marching around in gangs with with weapons and threatening people. It's, if you want to march around in a mask with a gun, I don't I don't care at all. You want to march around with a mask and a gun and then walk up to a house where a guy's got an American flag and threaten them, you cross the line. You want to walk down the street by yourself with a pink pullover, you know, collared shirt and khakis and then knock on the door of someone with an American flag and threaten them, you've crossed the line. Right. Allowing people who are armed to point guns at people in the street like they were doing and getting away with it without charging them for anything. That's how you know it's just it can only get it can only get worse from here, I suppose. Well, they were doing it mostly peacefully, though. Fiery, but peaceful. <laughs> Fiery. And, and that's isn't that remarkable. Who who buys this? Did you see uh, it was a clip from The View that went viral where they're like, these Republicans are the ones celebrating violence. It's like, are you nuts? Well, who's like you, you get like Glenn Beck. Ben Shapiro, who, uh, Stephen Crowder, Tucker Carlson, literally when have any of the of the key prominent right-wing individuals ever advocated or supported violence? They've not. Even when it came to George Floyd, Ben Shapiro's coming out being like, this is horrible. I can't believe this happened. Yeah, when it comes to the Antifa riots, Kamala Harris literally fundraises for them. Yeah. The Biden administration donates to bail these people out. They advocate to get these people out of jail and they defend them and say, but they're peaceful protesters, fiery. You had those two people who firebombed a cop car in New York and they get like what, like 18 months or some, some ridiculously low number. And then you get people who trespass the Capitol and they get four to seven years. Amazing. Mm-hmm. There you go. You got to be careful with Busted like system. charging people that, cause like terror, if like you're scared cause of something I did, it doesn't mean that I'm terrorizing you just cause I'm behaving a certain way. Doesn't mean that I'm terror. Just cause you're feeling terror. Mm-hmm. Like you might've mm-hmm. eaten, have too mm-hmm. much coffee and now you're, you're freaking out because your adrenals are overloaded and screaming like, I'm, he's, a, he's doing this to me. Like, so you want to protect people's rights. Like you said, you can carry a weapon down the street and you're okay to do that uh, as long as you're not aggressively going after somebody. Yeah. Well, well it yeah. depends where, where you're at. In New York City, you can't even have a pocket knife. So they'll they'll come and arrest you. That's that's the number one arrest that they have in pocket uh, knives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the number. I heard that that the number one arrest in New York City in Times Square is people with pocket knives, and police officers just walk around trying to see who has it, and then they arrest individuals for doing so, that. So, constitutionally, I should clarify. Yeah, yeah. Again, what's happening here is people are trying to control the narrative. As I've been saying for a long time, and other people said it before me, the first casualty of war is the truth. And you want to, of course, have a, a landscape right now where you're not only 
only just fighting in the in the real world in Ukraine with the larger proxy war, but there's a bigger war also that's an information war. And what the French government is trying to do here is is one symptom of this larger war of them trying to consolidate information, control that information so they could use it for their own personal benefit. France is also in a very weird position because uh, you, we have the Rothschild banker French president warning about escalations in Ukraine, saying, hey, we really got to stop it here. We really have to de-escalate the situations here. And now the French government is just trying to ban any alternative version of the story, which, of course, is pr predominantly done for their war that they're trying to push, as, of course, France has been giving aid to Ukraine. So so this kind of landscape is kind of confusing and perplexing to, to see, especially with the larger relations and the trade deals that just happened between Russia and France. So um, very complex point of view. But there are a lot of people that don't want you seeing an, an alternative version of the story. And whether you agree with it or not, you should be able to see it for you to judge it for yourself. And I think if we're able to do that, we're able to de-escalate a lot of the war efforts, a lot of the propaganda, a lot of the disinformation that has brought us to the situation where a lot of people are fearing a full all-out nuclear war. This is a real reality that we're facing, mainly because of this one kind of mentality and denying free speech and just pushing a war message nonstop, which the corporate media does all the time. You look at all the messaging on the corporate media, it's always pro-war. There's no anti-war voices anymore on the corporate media. When there was, they got extinguished. Jesse Ventura had a huge contract with MSNBC. He wanted to speak out against the wars. They literally bought him off and said, you know what? We know we paid you a lot of money. Just shut up and, and sit down, don't say anything, and we're not going to publish your show. Golden handcuffs, they call it. Exactly. And they did this to Donahue. They did this to Jesse Ventura. They did this to Cenk Uger of the Young Turks right now uh, on MSNBC because they weren't toting the line and pushing the military-industrial complex propaganda. And I think the more that we could counteract the military-industrial complex, the propaganda, the disinformation, the less likely we are to have a full, all-out nuclear world war, a they, woke war. They will offer you a big contract. And it'll be for something legitimate, like you'll make, you know, appearances on the show, we'll have you as a correspondent, etc. And then if you don't say what the machine wants you to say, it serves a great benefit to have you under contract where you can't go say things elsewhere. So now you're getting paid mid six figures. Some of these people are getting millions of dollars. You go on the TV, you say the war is wrong. They stop booking you. You're under contract. You can't go anywhere else. You are effectively careerless in limbo, but well paid. And there's nothing you can do about it. How many of those contracts do you think have, have rolled out over the last uh, couple of years for, for just all of the information, COVID stuff and everything? Oh, tons. Because, you know, when tons. you see the memos, like it seems like everybody gets the same memos and then everything, everybody sort of says the same thing online and then there's a pattern yep. to it, you know. Well, but, that I think, you know, what we're learning with the DHS colluding with social media, you know, they're colluding with, with traditional media. There's no way that they have takedown requests of Twitter and Facebook and they don't have you know, uh, contacts at major media outlets to talk with the heads about what stories are good or bad. Put it this way. You think that if they're doing that social media, they're not going to the New York Times being like, hey, that story's really bad. It's going to get people killed. They do that. I guarantee you the New York Times, they probably go, we'll take it down. We won't publish. They probably get a phone call like, hey, we hear you're about to run a story about this. That's going to put us in jeopardy. We're asking you not to run it. And they'll go, okay, you got it. You got it. No worries. Some stories they probably say we'll run it anyway, but they're, they're, it's, it's all one big club, man. Mm -hmm. And you ain't in it. Same club they used to beat you over the head with. 
George Carlin. The France thing is interesting because uh, they want, they're threatening to shut down servers from Rumble. They've been funding Ukraine, you said, but now they're also taking research and development from Russia. Yeah. Russia's sending them new, fiss, I don't know if it's fissile material, but they're sending them fusion parts for their fusion reactor. Mm-hmm. Russia and France are working together right now on building a fusion reactor. I don't understand then why they would want to shut off Russia today. It's just very strange. Like yeah, there's like exactly. It's like there's oligarchs and then there's government and they're not working together. Mm-hmm. Or they have different goals or something. Let's talk about crazy old Biden. In this crazy old Biden story we got for you, Biden again says his son Bo died in Iraq while catching himself confusing the Iraq and Ukraine wars when discussing what caused worldwide inflation. So I don't know if they have the uh, the, the video here. Let's play. Yeah, I think we can play it. No change in the quality of it, just change in the price. And they talk about inflation. You know, we're dealing with it for a whole second. Inflation is a worldwide problem right now because of a war in Iraq and the impact on oil and what Russia's doing. I mean, excuse me, the war in, in Ukraine. And uh, thinking of Iraq because that's where my son died. The, uh, because His son did not die in Iraq. He died in a hospital in the United States, correct? Uh, I believe that's, Boston, I believe, yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, uh, he had cancer, I believe, but yeah. it wasn't in Iraq. This is the second time Joe Biden said this. He sounds like he's he's looking out a window at an old folks' home. He's like, "I was just uh, staying on my son." You know, but if he was, he'd be standing there and be like, ah, "I was just thinking about my son. He died in Iraq." And the nurse would be like, "That's yeah. right, no, Mr. Right. Biden. Yeah, exactly. Come with me, and we'll yeah, get yeah. you to bed. Here's your medicine." He'll be like, "Oh, I like my medicine." Yeah. Right there. He's not go. wrong that the inflation is caused by the war in Iraq, though. The war in Iraq <laughs> caused a lot of this mess. That's right. He accidentally says, "Yeah." He accidentally says something that's partly true. Mm-hmm. I think the dude probably is, is he's beyond medication. You know, look, I went to, uh, I was in Gettysburg and one of the souvenir shops, they sold pill containers, really fancy ones, like the, the little metal heart shaped and you'd open it and it was like you put your pills in it. And I'm like, wow, you know, that's for older people who have to take certain medications. I think Joe Biden's beyond that. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, yeah. You know he's on meds. Mm -hmm. They got to have him on uppers, and he's still this bad. I've seen videos of THC consuming amyloid plaque, which is the plaque that grows on the uh, blood vessels in the brain causes Alzheimer's. So there's evidence that THC consumes that plaque. So you're saying that Joe Biden's got to rock the ganj if you want to get all better. Smoke that dude, bro. And psilocybin, I've heard, is also (laughs) responsible for neurogenesis, the regrowth of brain cells. So there are alternative treatments that someone suffering from any kind of cognitive decline could look at natural yeah. you know, plant-based stuff like wouldn't they like these powerful elites know these things and be taking these drugs or whatever i would hope so you think so i mean like we hear all these crazy stories about the blood of children or whatever like mm-hmm. we we know there have been stories about how they use foreskin cream on their faces and how they do blood transfusions with young people some billionaires even hire young people to blood work boys. out at the gym Blood yeah. Boys, is that what they're called? Yeah, I mean, that was a joke on like Silicon Valley, I think. Yeah. But basically, oh, yeah, the Blood yeah, Boys. Blood boys yeah. It's a true story. It's like yeah. New York Times Not or whatever was reporting it. Rich people will hire like 19-year-old, you know, gym bros to do bi-weekly blood transfusions because it rejuvenates you. If that's true, come on, Biden's got to be on some crazy-ass mm-hmm. experimental treatments to like fix his brain. He's probably doing that plus a lot more, but it's probably still not helping because of how old he is. <laughs> right. I mean, didn't he have, correct me if I'm wrong, three brain aneurysms? I think it was two. 
Um, I, I, I don't know, but, but but that's a serious deal. And this was this was decades and decades ago. Yeah. Uh, just a couple of days ago, he said that there were 54 states. Seven days ago, he called Kamala Harris the president of the United States for the fifth time. Um, so this episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Again, this is not going it's to every stop. Day. But it's your body, every single your day. body can only do so much. So yeah. even if they're juicing them up, like at some point, you know, they're going to have to cut back. I yeah. mean, there was a video the other, like a, a month or two ago, where uh, two videos in the same day, and one is he's very calm, very you know, is the video that then the second video of the same day uh, is the one where he wasn't blinking. And he's like staring at the camera mm. and he's sort of yelling. And it seems like two different guys, right? Yeah. It's like they maxed him out on the meds and now they've sort of pulled back because if they keep going with it every single day where they have to keep him juiced up to get out there, he's the president, he's got appointments, he's got to be on TV, uh, they're going to run him dry. He's going to drop yeah. right then and there, he, which he also said the other day too, by the way. Yeah. I could drop dead any minute. There's, he said that? <laughs> yeah, he said that. <laughs> there's only so much Adderall and adrenochrome a man could take. I mean, mm -hmm. for, for goodness sakes. I'm just being facetious this year, obviously. <laughs> uh, but, but at no, the no, end no, of the day... Come on, come on, come on. Like, I, I have to believe that there's ridiculously expensive experimental treatments that have shown to like de-age that they have to have access to. Oh, right? I, the I guy said has the, metal brain stints in his in his head. I said earlier that the the THC was dissolving the amyloid plaque in the blood in the blood vessels, actually in the, in the neurons in the brain that they found that. So, hmm. yeah, I just wanted to clarify that it's not the blood vessels; it's the neurons where the plaque grows that causes Alzheimer's that we know of. Hmm. Do you guys think so? It was. Uh, Man, this is probably 11 years ago. I went to a speech by Aubrey de Grey Love that guy. of the Senescence Foundation. And he was saying that, this is 12 years ago, he's like, someone who's younger than 45 today will live to be 1,000. And he said, it's not because we're going to invent a pill that makes you live to 1,000. It's that as you're getting older, medical technology is advancing faster than you're aging. So you're 50, they invent a cure for macular degeneration. You never experience, you know, vision loss. Then you're 60, you're having heart troubles, but then they've developed a, a treatment for th that heart ailment, so now your heart's fine. Now you're 80. He, and he was basically saying they're going to keep finding ways. Basically, you're aging, but science is advancing so fast, they're curing everything, and then eventually you live to be 1,000. Rogan's a cool example. If you watch his show a lot, you see him get younger over the years. Like, what? Really? Yeah, like probably like five years ago, he was looking pretty rugged or like four years ago. It was probably just a rough week, couple weeks eating a lot of, maybe some junk or something. And then sometimes you'll see it and he looks like five years younger. I mean, he is on it. He's on like the life extension protocol. Yeah, he right said now. he's feeling better because of the carnivore diet that he really? tried where he was only doing meat. And he is, was like- but he's not, Is he still only doing I don't it? think so. I think he's doing um, something November where he cuts out all alcohol and cigarettes. Yeah, and they're on, they're on the sober, sober October. Sober, sober October, yeah. excuse me. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's I, another I, November thing that's not family friendly to mention here. Right. I do uh, in, in um, I, I do sober forever. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't drink. Uh, I had a sip of cognac. I'm not like- you know, I'm not like, was it called teetotal or whatever? Like, I'll teetotal. have a drink, I guess, mm -hmm. if it's if the, 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 the situation warrants it. But I don't ever get drunk. I'm the same No one. drugs, no smoking, nothing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I try to eat 
I've been eating really good over the past year. Like the worst thing I've done is had like traditional desserts, uh, maybe like 12 times in the year. But for the most part, it's been like fresher and fresher foods, eating like a steak or fish or chicken breast with vegetables. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, that seems to be working out. I think Joe, uh, it, maybe it's the NAD. Because I remember he had that guy on his show who talked about NAD, NMA, and resveratrol. You remember that? It must that? have been David Sinclair. Was that or the guy? could have been. He's out of Harvard, Harvard scientist. I think it's that guy, yeah. and he's 15, but he looks 30. Yes, that's Sinclair. Yep. And he, his dad also apparently is very young, and his dog. I think they were experimenting on the dogs, too, and their dogs are getting <laughs> wow. life extension. Really? Well, what are they doing to the dogs? NAD. I believe really? it's NAD. You should talk to David Sinclair. He's the guy. I'm going to look him up right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, NAD. Like, I have a dog that that you know mm -hmm. would be awesome. To might have been NMN, nicotinamide mononucleotide. What if it? What if it is related. NAD? What if what if the NAD turns out to be some kind of like you know life extension serum or something? That's it. Mm -hmm. Nicotine. Uh, it's derived. It's a nicotinamide. I don't know if that has what kind of relationship that is to nicotine itself. I think it's B vitamins. I think people aren't getting enough vitamins. Yeah. I I, I don't think any one of these therapies makes you younger or immortal. It just makes you as you would be if you were maxed out. You know what I mean? Like most people are probably dehydrated, not getting enough protein, eating too much sugar and not getting any vitamins, especially with like most modern foods having no real nutritional density. So it's like most you're, you're going to you're going to go to McDonald's, you're going to get you know, a burger. It's got 40 some odd percent of your salt intake. It's the bread, if you can even call it that. So it's like a really starchy, low protein, fatty garbage with like not even good fat. You eat these fast food burgers and it's like weird petro fats or whatever, trans fats. It's not real food. Yeah, all cooking. That's oil. messing everybody up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I will say this. Too, right have, you guys, have you guys noticed that 30-year-olds today look younger than 30-year-olds 10 or 20 years ago? People have pointed this out with like movies. Mm, you'll be watching true. a movie and you'll be like, that dude's 30? Mm. You look at 30-year-olds today, they're like, like little kids. How old's Tom mm. Holland? Because he looks like he's 20. Yeah, because he's 20. How old is mm. he? He's only 20. <laughs> yeah, but that's Hollywood, baby. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. yeah, he's really young. So he's looking good for his age. Yeah. I think when it comes to like the NAD stuff, it's probably just that there, there may be a correlation between people who are interested in doing NAD or NMN. They're also taking vitamins. They're probably also eating healthy food. Like you're, you, you don't get to the point where you're doing like some crazy life extension treatment without having first been like, I'm going to eat salad and steaks and chicken breast. You know I've, what I mean? I've also found that the healthier I eat and the more I fast and things like that, that when I do introduce an unhealthy food, it hits me harder. Yeah. I can, oh, totally, oh, yeah. dude. You can feel like it. I, my throat will get sore. <laughs> Bread this especially. is a really progressive idea, guys, but eating right, <laughs> diet and exercise, rest, Whoa. getting good rest. Uh, wow. You sound like one of those bigoted, crazy conspiracy theorists there. It's a little bit of hate speech, but I thought I'd just throw it out there just a little bit. <laughs> they want you fat. They want yeah. you fat and sickly. It's sad. Mm -hmm. Well, sad see, you look at the pace up. that we're going in our life, and everything's sped up, so we're eating more fast food, and then that catches up to us later on. And then we're on meds trying to even out what we ate our whole life, McDonald's and fast food, whatever it is that we grew up eating. And then we spend the rest of our life trying to balance that out. Whereas if we ate right from the beginning, if we all taught each other to eat right, mm -hmm. um, you know, we might not be so sickly when we're older. It's a, it's yeah. a novel concept. I wonder if, uh, I think you brought this up before, Ian, the reason that people looked older was all of the, uh, what, what was it, the, the, the lead in the air oh. from gas? Oh, wow, yeah. Did you mention that? Or? No, I was talking about that. You were talking uh, about that? Yeah, the development of, of lead that was pretty much all throughout the country that lowered our RQ and uh, development of small children as well. And it was in the air because of the cars driving around, yep. so everyone's breathing in this lead. lead in the gas. It was and in the gas. Like, 
Yeah, mm. aging you and making you stupid. Mm. And then uh, what was there, there was something you mentioned, Ian. I can't remember exactly what it was. I don't know. You mentioned break us in the air. I can't remember. You mentioned something else that I was like, oh, yeah, maybe that's it causing was aging problems. people. I remember when I well, was just in the breathing 80s, in the garbage. For instance, I was like born in 79. And when I was like in 1990, when I was 11 or something, I would look at a 40 year old and they looked like gray hair, haggard, right. old. 40 was an old person. I'm 43 now. I look in the mirror and I'm like, I look like I'm fucking 26. Pardon my, that's my, <laughs> my, 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 my I look, I look young. I don't look like an old person, like not to myself when I look mm-hmm. in the mirror. Uh, I don't, I mean, but obviously I cut sugar way back when I was 28 years old. I got, I I ate this, a bag of Kit Kats and a bag of Easter egg chocolate things, two bags in one night. And I broke out into this open sore, like over where my pancreas is or something. I was like, this is sugar did this to me. Like my Mm -hmm. skin broke open. I was like, I will die if I do this. So I have to stop. (laughs) And it's like one of those things you just, you just cannot get fat. I could not do it. I'll, I'll tell you this. I cut out uh, most sugar and bread a year ago. It's now just about a year. So we, we, we got COVID. Everybody's sick. It was like over Halloween last year. We got the Joe Rogan treatment, you know, the, all the fancy drugs, <gasps> monoclonal antibodies, all that stuff. The kitchen sink, they called it. And then after that, I remember I was like, I'm hanging out downstairs and I was eating salami and cheese. And then I was like, you know, I realized I didn't eat any sugar today. I'm just not gonna. Like, why start now? And so for the next few months... I didn't any sugar and I dropped 20 pounds like 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 that. Mm-hmm. And then since then, I've rarely eaten sugars or breads. But this past week, we went out to eat. I had a bunch of bread. My whole week was ruined. Like yeah. the, the, the last weekend, not this past weekend. My whole week was ruined. I was skating. I was falling. I got bruised all over. I was like, why am I falling? Like what's... I'm not eating that garbage anymore, dude. I had some yeah. Taco Bell. We had a big Taco Bell fiesta. Yeah, someone just bought a bunch of Taco I bought, Bell I, and brought bought, it here. Who was that animal? It, yeah, who Three, is that? $300 of Taco Bell for the whole office. So, so I ate a like, couple why? of them. I was like, corn tortillas only, because I don't want to do the wheat flour. It's all wheat flour. flour. Oh, wise decision. And so I ate oh. a couple of corns. I felt okay. <laughs> I ate a couple without the shell. I took away the flour, just g- scooped out the gooey innards. And uh, oh, no. but then I ate I ate a couple like a day later the the flour tortilla and man my throat was so sore when I woke up. I love up. that you thought that there was a healthy way to approach <laughs> yeah. Taco, Taco Bell. Three hundred dollars a Taco. Bell. I actually I didn't feel bad. Yeah, the chicken was okay. Yeah. I, I think they've improved some of their ingredients over the last twenty years. I, I don't. You don't think so? <laughs> I think I think they downgraded ingredients significantly, just like everywhere else. You look at the food quality; it's going down. You look at the nutritional value; it's going down. You look at the value of of just how much you would get from an average tomato or apple a few years ago compared to what we have now. The GMO, Frankenstein, glyphosate filled plastic nonsense bullcrap that some people are saying is food. It's not food. It's it's chemically engineered chemicals that make your brain feel good but utterly destroy your body and cause inflammation in a way where your body doesn't know what to deal with it as 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 we are seeing rises in obesity rises in cancer rises in sicknesses and illnesses that are going up and up and up why is that happening well our food is being deliberately destroyed and centralized by powerful forces like bill gates monsanto and other evil people that also believe that there's too many people in this world faux food or food Mm. (laughs) yeah Coin. You guys don't. You know, I you're love not that looking UD. forward to Bill Gates' food cube. Food cube <laughs> and, and the poop water. You're not. You don't want good. the poop water. Yeah, I, I, you ever see that photo where it's like there was a, a disaster, like a, a hurricane was coming, and then all of the shelves are stripped bare except for the vegan section. Mm. Nobody yes. wanted. Nobody. Nobody was like, 
I mean, or the animals when they're presented with real food and <laughs> vegan food, they're like, we don't want that vegan crap. We don't yeah. want that GMO genetically modified Frankenstein made up food in a laboratory. Mm. Come on. And, and a lot of the studies talking about the nutritional value of them, all manipulated, all fixed. A lot of the scientists yeah. were paid off just to make it look bad so because right. there's a big hey. business investment into this. You got to yeah. eat the bugs. The yeah, which is also horrible for you and gives people parasites and lectins mm-hmm. and all the horrible things that people have to deal with. That is not good for you. You know what? You know what's good for you? Actual food. You know what we don't have? Actual food. It's crazy. The, is the Monsanto stuff really has me concerned? Because they weren't in the '90s. I don't remember Monsanto being that big of a deal. It was like 2005, or this is when I started to realize that this mega corporation has been spraying huge swaths of land with this chemical glyphosate yeah. that yeah. you brought up. As they have a revolving door within the FDA and the regulatory government boards that, of course, watches over them and decides major decisions for them. They started working with other biotech industries. I don't know who exactly is doing it all, but they genetically modify seeds to be resistant to a pesticide, or I think it's an herbicide that they create called glyphosate. Mm-hmm. So they ge- they genetically modify seeds that can resist this herbicide. And then, so the farmers have to buy the, the Monsanto seed in order to resist the Monsanto herbicide. Otherwise, otherwise they're on their own in a lot of ways. Um, and so for profit, they'll do that. But then once you start spraying your land with glyphosate, there's no turning back. You can't use normal seeds because they'll die off from the glyphosate. You have to keep buying these genetically modified seeds. And it destroys not only the bad bacteria, but the good bacteria as well. So essentially, when you're taking something that's like glyphosate, a lot of scientists have described it as taking antibiotics because it destroys also your gut biome. And with the destruction of your gut biome, you get a lot of horrible symptoms that are, are shown and highlighted and are increasing in our society. You not only get irritable bowel syndrome, but you also get mental problems problems. You also get physical health problems. You also get the destruction of your immune system. A lot of this is correlated with just your gut, the engine of your human body that's being utterly eviscerated, not just by medical doctors giving out, uh, you know, um, antibiotics like, like their candy, but also because of the food, which contains glyphosate. It's gotten to the point where when they go to harvest wheat, if it's, if they want to speed up the harvest, they need it to get ready to harvest faster. So they need to dry it out because it's still wet. So they'll use glyphosate as a desiccant to dry out the wheat right before they harvest it. So, I mean, if you don't have organic wheat, I I swear that I notice a difference in the taste between organic wheat Mm -hmm. and non or any Mm -hmm. any other stuff. NBC News uh, has an article that I think might be worth pulling up. It's titled, A Potential Cancer-Causing Chemical is Sprayed on Much of America's Farmland. Here is where it it is used the most. And, of course, we're talking about the weed killer glyphosate by Monsanto that now is controlled by Bayer, the company that also a couple years ago knowingly gave out, you know, just just medication linked with AIDS. Is Roundup glyphosate? Yes. yes. Yes, it is. Yes. Popular yeah. weed killers alleged linked to cancer stirs widespread concern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's many lawsuits that have been successfully oh, yeah. launched against Monsanto yeah. because mm-hmm. they are showing the emails, the data, the fudged, uh, you know, scientific data, the fudged regulators that were bought off by them that, of course, knowingly knew that they, hey, there's a link here to cancer. We're just going to use it anyway. And we're going to suppress this story. Look at this. Clumps of dandelions have popped up in your yard. So you reach for a bottle of Roundup, the popular weed killer. It's known for being effective, but its main ingredient, glyphosate, is getting a lot of attention because of lawsuits alleges, alleging links to cancer. I just want to say this. Dandelions, weeds, you eat them. You make yeah, dandelion you tea and you eat them. It's, uh, uh, so they were brought here. I think you told me this. They were brought here from Europe, or someone did, and uh, for their medicinal purposes. And we see them all over the place, but they're actually not, na- not native to North America. They, they were like prized back in the day. 
And I guess in Appalachia, it's a common thing to take the heads and batter and deep fry them. And they apparently taste like mushrooms. It's like really good. Wow. So uh, they're not weeds. If, if, here's what you do. If any, you, you harvest them. And if you're concerned about what anyone might say when you try to offer them deep fried dandelions, just call them dandelions. They won't know what you're talking about, and then they'll eat it, and then you can tell them it's a dandelion from your garden. Or or stop being a lazy bum and actually start working in the fields and get your hands dirty in the dirt with good bacteria and actually rip out the weeds and actually do some real farming instead of being dependent on a multinational corporation that, of course, is connected to Bill Gates, one of their biggest investors that has been spraying known... Uh, according to many lawsuits and court cases, a cancer-causing chemicals on, on a lot of the products and a lot of the environment all around us. And it's also important to note here, corn and soy are, are some of the biggest products that are affected by glyphosate, are the products that are most sprayed with it. And when you look at corn and soy, I think it's fair to say that this subsidized crop in the United States has been leading to a lot of havoc, not only with monocropping, getting rid of the nutrients from the soil, but, but specifically on a nutritional level, because it's GMO, because it has so much glyphosate in it, we are seeing it everywhere in our food. Look. All the sugars are synthetic. All the sugars have high fructose corn syrup. Your mayonnaise Glyphosate. has high fructose. No, mine doesn't. Well, the ones when that we you're, went, you're, we were you're, 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 you're taking down. We were at sheets. Yeah. down. The, we were the, at sheets and the packets of Heinz mayonnaise had corn syrup in it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, the Hellman stuff I have has no corn syrup. Watch it's, out for it's, glucose. It's glyphosate. I'll say it like I want to say it. No, it's glyphosate. I, 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 it doesn't have any respect for, for me, and and you know I don't, I don't care. They've remarketed uh, high fructose corn syrup as fructo- uh, glucose, glucose fructose. fructose. Yeah. So if you fructose. see that on your label, oh, really? that's high fructose corn syrup. That was our you know whole my childhood, fa- wasn't it? Eighties, nineties. Yeah. My high favorite. Stuff. My yeah, favorite. Ninety-two is when it got popular. My fr- my favorite rebranding is table syrup. Oh, I What's know. That? So corn syrup. Yeah, it's just it's corn syrup marketed it as like a breakfast pancake syrup or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just think about how disgusting this is. Okay, look, there's a reason why we would put maple syrup on our food. It's like maple syrup is real food. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, you get it out of a tree. It's sugar. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 a, it's a, you know, product. You can do things with it. You can make, they make like little, little maple discs. You put them in your coffee. They're fantastic. And so then people like to put maple syrup on their breakfast. So then somebody was like, hey, look, this corn syrup's cheaper to produce. So they started making, you know, corn syrup additives and calling it maple syrup. Eventually, the government's like, hey, you can't call it that. Basically, you have this disgusting chemical mix on your table to pour onto your already starch breakfast. I just find it absolutely disgusting. It's wild. Table syrup. I love how they rebranded it. Yeah. Table syrup. I used to do a what shot of maple syrup. I'd be like, all right, let's do this. I need a sugar spike. And I'd do, I'd do like a shot of maple syrup. And it would be like. Like God entered my body and gave me wisdom and joy and, and all this. And I'm like, wow, immediately I wanted another one. My body's like, yes, do that again. So I I would experiment and I would reach for it and I'd do a second shot and it would taste like I was drinking black, nasty death. Like it was just like poison. It was just so, too much sugar. Like you don't need the body immediately when it feels good, it wants it again. It doesn't mean that you're going to feel the same way the second time you do it. So I realized when you want that addictive well, second yeah. shot, just put it down. Well, high fructose corn syrup has been engineered in a way so your body doesn't reject it like it does natural sugar. So if you're eating natural sugar, your body says, hey, you're getting too much sugar. Stop eating all these berries. Stop eating all these fruits. But, but high fructose corn syrup has been engineered in a way where that shutoff valve can't exist in your human body and it doesn't work with it. So you're able to consume huge sums of high fructose corn syrup and corporations even have a level where it's the exact amount where your body 
is able to take as much of it as as it can without actually puking, and and a lot of corporations right. fill it to the max and try to go to that uh, extreme level. The sa- you know, the you satiation know. point, satiation point. Exactly. For, for yeah. breakfast, I've been having two eggs, fresh from Chicken City, and three bacon. We've been doing just regular old store bought bacon, but sometimes if we make it out to the farm, we'll get farm bacon, and you don't need to add anything to it. Now, bacon's already very salty or whatever, but you don't need sugar. It's just fat and protein, and it's just, it's, it's perfect. I like putting a little black pepper on it. It's about it. People, people who have these crazy, sugary, massive breakfasts with pancakes and orange juice and orange whatever, juice, yeah. that, I just, I can't understand. That's so brutal. It's kind of weird how, like, we've been brainwashed to think that you need foods with foods, like certain foods, like you can't have a yeah. hummus without a scooping cracker. Like, I'd just ignore the crackers. You don't need crackers. Just eat the hummus. Mm-hmm. Wasn't orange uh, juice uh, Edward Bernays scam? And so was bacon. Yep. yep. They were both. The, uh, at least, okay, this is what I read. You know, this is what I was told. Bacon was not a breakfast food, but they were like, let's market it as like the all-American breakfast food. And orange juice was because there was an orange surplus. Mm -hmm. So the farmers and distributors were like, how do we sell off without losing money? And he was like. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash ev9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Take a portion of the oranges out of the market, juice them, and then we'll tell everybody if one glass of orange juice has five oranges, it's five times as healthy. How about that? Yeah. In reality, that sugar is there's more sugar in orange juice than like a can of Coke or something like yeah. that. So it's mm. and it's pure fructose just to go to your liver and it's very, very heavy. Mm-hmm. You eat an orange, you're in good shape. You know, it's got some sugar, but you get a lot of that dietary fiber yeah. and vitamins. Mm-hmm. Orange juice is hyper concentrated with no fiber. Also, when you eat the orange, uh, eat off a little bit of that white pith from inside the, the mm. it, it's really good with the juicy orange part. Mm-hmm. They, like they I, I had a chocolate covered orange peel. Yeah, recently oh. we had a bunch. Everybody mm-hmm. ate it. They ate it super fast. That Can- was crazy. Candied orange peels. Yeah, we we mm-hmm. I bought some thinking like this is going to be gross and no one's going to want to eat it. It was the first thing to go. People love eating orange peel. Yeah, a lot of fruits good. like that. Can't you eat the uh, banana peel too? You think so? I think so. Don't I, blue, I don't, wouldn't yeah. want to. How? What do you, you just, you just eat the it? banana peel? I don't know. You can you can. Uh, <laughs> well, you I can, mean, uh, caramelize them and stuff. Really? Yeah. Huh. I think I've seen. It's all plant matter. I mean, you know. Yeah, I but see, watching. I think our our generation's so conscious of all this stuff because uh, I was having this conversation last night about '80s and '90s kids growing up, and you think about the food that we had growing up. Every breakfast was a dessert. You know, we had fruity pebbles oh, and sure, cartoon sure. characters, cookie crisps, and stuff. And then mm-hmm. every meal was based around pizza for the most part. You had Totino's party pizzas and bagel bites. That was my oh, diet yeah. growing up. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, and like hamburgers and a fast bagel, food. Man. So like we're we're sort of starting to feel the repercussions of this. So I think that now we're we're kind of a lot more conscious of it nowadays. Yeah. We were going by the food pyramid, which was you know, yeah, so which is so, actually, so right. And, it's yeah. actually it's, an economic model. Like yeah. it was made for the same thing where they want they had so much wheat production. They want to they want to increase wheat production in the U.S. so that they would just yeah. make okay make everyone eat it all the time every day. Also, before we go into super chats, I'm getting information that Viva Frey did not comply with oh, really? the takedown orders, and mm. that his account was just reinstated without him having to click that he was wrong. On, oh, on okay. Twitter. So uh, oh, cool. that's just what people are sending me, and, and Viva Frey is saying it on Twitter just for right a correction on. from the earlier story. Correction. That we about. Apologies, Viva. 
um, glad to hear that you stood your ground and ultimately it worked out. Apparently you can make bacon out of banana peels. What? Dude, it looks wow. good. I'm telling you. Holy oh, snap. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. You ever make a watermelon steak? No. I'm this like, is oh. actually really cool. You, you take a big slice of watermelon, you put it between paper towels, put it in the fridge and leave it overnight, which dries it out a bit. Mm-hmm. Then you can marinate it, season it and bake it. And it ends up having the consistency of like a piece of tuna. And so we would, we would, we would cook it with like garlic and onion and maybe like a little soy sauce for flavor. Mm. And then we would make sandwiches with it. And it's delicious Be- because it's, it's, it's not, vi- there's not a lot of flavor in it after you, you dry it out. So you're basically just getting like a firm dietary fiber mash with whatever flavor you put in it. Mm. Mm. Cool stuff. We're going to go to Super Chats. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, and share the show with your friends. Tell them all it's the best show ever. At least that's what I was told. Head over to TimCast.com and become a member. We're going to have a members-only show coming up for you at about 11 p.m. You don't want to miss it. Uncensored. Not so family-friendly. Let's read some Super Chats. Pirate Taurus, second half, says, I suspect Raymond G. Stanley Jr. is a bot. Prove me wrong by inviting him and other super fans to the show. (laughs) I like it that is, idea. It is a good idea. Yeah, we will have to uh, organize it. Maybe after the holidays, because we've got a bunch of stuff coming up that's really crazy. Oh, man. The coordination for these projects we're doing, it's just, it's its intense. We're going to be in Phoenix. I'm going to be at uh, Turning Point USA. Mm-hmm. We're going to be doing the show. I don't know if I'm supposed to say this now or whatever. I'm going to be doing the show on the stage with uh, TPUSA, so I'm really excited for that. But it just it's just like a logistical heavy lift, so it's going to be very, very rough. But we'll figure it out. You know, we'll get it going. It's going to be really, really cool. I'm really excited for it. So shout out Jack Pasobic. All right. Jay Marie says, Dia de los Muertos, Day of the Dead, is tonight. It's a beautiful part of our Latin culture. I made a film for our celebration here in Dallas. I know everyone will love Jay Marie Thesis Podcast. Oh, very cool. I dig it. All right. Let's grab some super chats. Rose Blight says, if you haven't already get survival food and teepee, it's going to get weirder very quickly. Yes, and you all know uh, our good friends over, safe and, over at safeandreadymeals.com. Um, I, I, I only shout them out when it's really bad. So they're a, a sponsor of the show periodically, safeandreadymeals.com. It's uh, emergency food if you're interested. I, I think, you know, you get one of these buckets that after 25 years, you put in your closet, you forget about it. If you're really worried, you get a ton of them or whatever it is you want to do. The crazy thing is when I first started shouting them out, they were cheaper than they are now, but inflation hit, mm. but they last 25 years. So if you bought it two years ago, you would have saved money because it lasted 25 years. Now, if you buy it, sure, you get two years, but now it's like more expensive. Mm. So, all right. What do we have here? Sleep is the cousin of death, says Elon is smart. The big ask $20, but makes it eight art. That's right. That's right. <laughs> think about that. Captain Tanker Joe says, Tim, I'm a truck driver, and I just filled up my truck right before the stream went live. Just over $700. I do this every two to three days, and the company I work for is a fleet of 1,500 doing the same thing. You will owe nothing, and you will be happy. That was my Biden impersonation, everybody. I hope you were creeped out. (laughs) You're supposed to yell half of it. You will owe nothing, and you will be happy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. Let's grab some more super chats. Stinky Wizzleteats says, "Don't worry, the shortages will be transitory." And then when they're not transitory, they'll say the shortages are actually a good thing. Remember during lockdown, they said the Earth is healing. I think it was a New York oh, Times yeah. article. Yep, the Earth is healing. We force you into your homes. It's a good thing. 
Vote for it. How about that? Let's see. No comprendo. The beanie puffs are used to keep sailors from hitting their heads inside the holes and doors in cramped locations. Yeah. I didn't is know that, that real? I, I think it. I think it is. Wouldn't it be for like when you're just doing the hat and you have to cover the whole top seam as well? I don't know. Who knows? I guess it makes sense if you're on a boat and you bounce your head, but that's not... I can't imagine it's actually going to do much to help you. I feel like these hats came out before steel ships, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. The Fez. The Fez is mm. ancient. Fez. I don't know how old that is. Yeah. Mr. Trench Trucker says, as a trucker, I am prepping for a Mad Max scenario. I broke down today and lost about $100 in diesel for a load I couldn't pick up. Uh, food needs diesel. That's yep. right. Mm. It's going to be crazy, man. David Fitzsimmons says, Ian, in regards to your musings of game elements in social media... A hentai site beat you 10 years ago had random text prompts of a little event or a monster that can be fought for points for downloads. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, like porn makes, uh, uh, wasn't there like some story how like the internet greatly improved because of demand for porn? Like the internet speeds were being increased because people wanted to watch like adult content or something? I've heard that before. Oh, there you go. What do you really need six, six gigabits for? Trust me. <laughs> Jeremy Gross says, have we forgotten the warning from the freight industry that regulators were reducing the number of diesel tankers allowed per train? El Grande Rienciar. Is that how you say it? Yeah, it looks right to, looks right to me. Yeah. No, I mean, is that the word? El Grande Rienciar. Yeah, I don't know. Looks yeah. Right to me. Great Renaissance? Yeah, I think so. No. That's Come on. The great. Kind of almost there. The great ravaging? What are we talking about? <laughs> uh, uh, reintroduction of policy? The, the, the Resuscitate. Yeah, we're, yeah we're, resuscitation. We'll, we'll figure it out. It's going to be great, whatever we Lunger77 says Fox 10 in Arizona accidentally posted Carrie Lake's defeat during a live news broadcast. They said it was just a test. I saw that. I mean, honestly, guys, it usually is. They'll create fake graphics and then someone will press the wrong button. You know, I don't know what else they, what else, what else to tell you. We'll see. Why wouldn't they just put 50-50, though, for a test? Sure. Yeah. But if you're really worried about it and you think something dastardly is afoot, you better get your friends out to go vote. You better get all your friends. Better, Let's go vote. Mm. Go knock on doors. Michael Bauer. I'm a longtime listener, but it's my first time writing a super chat. I met Brad nine years ago at EKU. I was a student worker that helped Brad with his concert. Thanks, everyone, for all you do. Oh, very cool. cool. I remember go. that. That's Do you have any nice. shows lined up? <laughs> um, there's a lot of talk about um, a lot of different rallies and freedom concerts um, that are. We're trying to do some um, kind of uh, Coachella kind of events next year, bigger events. Um, I'm not really interested in doing like a tour, the traditional tour. I'd like to just, you know, do a bigger events and uh, get some other artists together to do that kind of stuff. We just went over to, uh, what was the name of that festival where we met up with Adelita's? Blue Flag? Ridge yeah. Blue Ridge Rock Festival. Blue Ridge Rock, it was fantastic. Yeah. Just, it was super cool. I, th- I imagine it was a bunch of like-minded people, or like people that are just fed up with the COVID lockdowns, basically. Right. And they yeah. were like, you were going to That's what rock. we want to do. Yeah. Outdoor, it was so awesome. Tenacious mm-hmm. D was amazing. It was so yeah, good. Really mm-hmm. Guar spraying yeah. the front, front of the crowd nice. with whatever. Fake <laughs> whatever. blood. Yeah, fake blood. <laughs> Super yeah, we awesome. We should do stuff like that. That's, yeah. that's really great. I'll, bring, I'll do a fake blood show. Sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pinochet's helicopter tour says another thing to consider. When there's no diesel, there's no food. When there's no food, people riot. When people riot, the National Guard gets called. When there's no diesel, National Guard goes nowhere. Mm-hmm. This is going to be fun. I mean, 
We've been saying get out of the cities. If you haven't, maybe it'll be all right. I don't know. Maybe it's all just hype and, and blather and uh, nothing will happen and you can watch your football games or whatever. We hope so. You know. Even if nothing happens, though, like a lot of this stuff, just being prepared anyway is smart. I was at a prepper camp a few weeks ago, actually, and oh, cool. uh, it was pretty cool. And But it puts you in the right mindset of like getting your, you know, stock food together and getting enough water together and stocking up on gasoline if you if you need it and getting a generator all that stuff everybody should sort of just know that stuff but we're so you know uh not in with it every from the day to day yeah andrew g says tim i run one of the largest gun store shooting ranges in central ohio atf just rolled out a new crazy background check system nobody's talking about would love to come on and talk gun regulations and atf with you guys Hmm. we we need to set up a new email um, for people to send information to. I don't know. We got to figure it out. We'll, we'll get there, man. We'll take a look into that, though. New Zealand does not exist, says. Thank you for mentioning Aiden Paladin last week. She's one of my favorite uh, favorites on YouTube. Very intelligent and a dank memer as well. She's perfect for the Timcast audience and will make a good guest. That is a good point. You are correct. I write it down. Moving on. She, uh, she had this post about scientific studies showing how the left is just... Uh, What's the right word? Swathed in greed, envy, hate, and violence. There's a bunch of scientific studies like outlining it. Hmm. I think it makes sense because it's not so much that the left, there, there's the, the left and the right have changed. It used to be the right stood for something, the left stood for something. That words meant, meant mean things. Now they're just tribal signifiers. And so, if you are more envious, hateful, and ignorant, you end up in the left space. Hmm. If you are inquisitive. And I guess, um, you know, more, more apt to compromise and, and opposing of violence, you're going to end up more in the right side. And that's why traditional liberals, disaffected liberals, post-liberals, libertarians are all called the far right. Because the left says, if you're, ag- if you're not with us, you're against us. And a libertarian and a conservative who completely disagree on really core issues will hang out and laugh together. Yeah. Like it was just one of the best episodes we've ever had was with uh, Austin Peterson, Will Chamberlain, Seamus, me. And uh, Ian, we're, we're, we're all completely in disagreement with tons of things. Will Chamberlain's like, I actually think the Federal Reserve is good. And everyone's like, ah, and they're all young. And we all disagree, but we all have a great time arguing and having these ideas. How is that just the right? There's like, just so many different ideas there from, from more authoritarian ideas to more left-leaning ideas. It's meaningless. So they needed studies for that? Well, the study, they do because they show like bullying is intrinsic among, uh, uh, there's a correlation between bullying and having leftist values. Mm. That was one of the studies Mm. I was looking at. That's interesting because in the mainstream media, it seems to be uh, the message is the opposite of that. But they're bullying. Like that's the thing. (laughs) Right. Right. Okay. Nathaniel Lipscomb says they travel with Nancy, the security. I mean, it's a fair point, but um, why wouldn't their house have security? That just... I don't, I don't get it. The house would have security. Yeah, they have at, stupid money. They, they at they, least have cameras outside yeah. at, at, min, at the bare minimum. Yeah, they've got, got cameras. Got to spend that money somewhere, right? <laughs> right. Tom Forsyth says, DePape, it's me, Dave. I got the stuff. Pelosi, Dave's not here. Ha-ha. <laughs> Dave's not here, man. <laughs> Ken Dameron says, enforcement arm for collectivist Democrats, military wing of the DNC, Wear uniforms to hide identity. Calling calling cards is burning and intimidation. Is that the Klan or Antifa? Is there a difference? Aha. Got him. Got him. Yeah, that's right. 
Ryan Miller says a little late to the party, so forgive if this has already been answered, but the puffball was used by sailors for a, for a time to make sure they had head clearance. Okay, that corroborates the earlier message. But I don't understand that makes sense. If head. you don't have head clearance, you bang your head. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know about that. It doesn't really... Someone just Google it. They're probably right, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Unless so like, I unless can see it for head clearance, but not as a, a protective measure. It, like, it wasn't the other... We've the earlier both. one was again, if yeah. you bumped your head or something it was like uh it was if you bumped your head on like i guess like a, imagine a steel deck or a wood beam you'd have some kind of protection but yeah. this isn't gonna help oh, that head. really hurt but i'm so thankful that little puff ball was up on top yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's see uh blue de golier i live five i've lived five blocks from the pelosi house and my early morning walks went right past their place on three occasions i was stopped by cops in unmarked cars for watching the sunrise from the sidewalk interesting hmm John Leroy says, Tim, your story doesn't explain the extra guy involved with Paul's crashed Porsches that was left out of the police report. Also very interesting. Hmm. I have no idea, man. Lover. Powerful people can make whatever <laughs> they want happen. Yep. Yahtzee says, Trump wins in 2024. Democrat-held states refuse to certify the election. The Republican-held House and Senate certify anyway. Civil war ensues. Thoughts? Yeah. Agreed. Moving on. No, what do you guys think? I don't think Trump is going to win. Um, I wouldn't be against something like that happening, but I just feel like there's so much animosity. And, and you know, obviously the DHS, Department of Homeland Security, is working with what social media to suppress things. They were they're explicit about that. I So that signs point me to that direction, and don't be upset if that direction happens, you know, kind of thing. They're I, still going to be a country in a few years from now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's start there. <laughs> I, like, I like this super chat right here. This is a fun, fun story. Nathan C. says, Pelosi probably is a serial killer. His victim fought back, called the cops. They came and arrested the victim and covered it up for Pelosi, who's above the law. If not, how would it look any different? Hey, I'm yeah. Sure. But I mean, like, if you want to believe that, you could also say, Paul Pelosi is an alien who is trying to abduct uh, Poppy, <laughs> and the, the security guards and the government are run by aliens, so how would it look any different? Well, there you go. It's, you know, you believe what you want to believe. Both could be true. <laughs> yeah, his, his, uh, his real name is Beat Borp. Beep borp. Why do? Why, how come? Every, how come alien names always are like with X's and Z's? You know, like why can't an alien just be a like Bob? Yeah, Bill. Greg. Greg. <laughs> Greg the alien. Zorb. It's always Zorb. It's always like yeah, Zorbon, yeah. <laughs> Zebathor. Yeah. Why can't it be like Thome? Yeah. You know, or or like like Blam. Mm-hmm. Or you give, you give some you know S's and R's in there and some neutral sounding letters. Zeno. Has to do has to do with foreigners. X E N O. That's yeah. why I guess, right? X E N O. Okay. All right. Mimic yeah. says Stephen King shouldn't pay for verification. That way, when they take away the badge, I can create a Stephen King account, pay for the badge, and be verified. <laughs> then praise Trump all day as Stephen <laughs> King. Ha ha. <laughs> but that's the thing; these people are lying about. Clearly, they're like, "Why would I want to be a, on a platform where Bluegie two nine thirty seven is verified with a picture of a dog?" And then people are going to imitate me and get verified. It's like, are you dumb? Do you really think they're going to? No, they're lying. Verification is if you are who you say you are and you take a picture of your ID and your credit card or whatever, (laughs) they give you a badge. That's Mm -hmm. it. They literally verify you are who you say you are. They're not going to let people imitate you. And verified accounts are probably only going to be people who have like actual bios or something. And brands, I guess. Terry Boyd says he may have asked where's Nancy to make sure she wasn't home so they could party on. See, that's how they're doing it. 
I'm not your buddy guy says Viva didn't comply. He refused to bear false witness to himself, citing James O'Keefe's biggest regret. Oh, okay. All right. I was wrong about that. Apologies, Viva. I know we said that already, but I'll say it again. My mistake. I thought because he posted a picture of it, I thought he clicked the, you know, delete tweet button. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. What is this? Tom Brabee says, Luke, what water filter filters everything? That's a great question. Um, I forgot the exact name of it, but there's a particular one that you could install in your house. A lot of them are pretty pricey and expensive. Uh, but also, if you filter out water, you have to add minerals to it because then your body will, of course, be uh, lacking those minerals as well. So do your homework, especially when it comes to water filtration, because you could also be hurting your body, not even knowing it, thinking you're just filtering your water. And uh, when they come and install your water and they say they want to add minerals, ask them what kind. And if yeah. they can't tell you, then you should probably be like, well, I'm not putting weird stuff in my water. Because I've heard stories of them being like, oh, it's like basic stuff, fluoride. <laughs> You know, Isn't that crazy? Like that. We haven't figured out water yet. Yeah, <laughs> like the most important thing for our body, and I we're guess, still man. like, oh, okay. I've heard that silver makes a good water filter, and also graphene. Although Charcoal? we're still in the beginning of graphene water filtration, you can whatever pour like nano gold out of water and stuff with what graphene. whatever Bill Gates used to clean the poop and then drink it. <laughs> Bill Gates drank poop water. Yeah. Like he did this big thing yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's yeah. on camera doing it. Right. And it comes out, and then he's like, mm, poop. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they probably came to him. And they're like, "Do you want those videos and photos released from that island, or are you going to drink the poop water?" What's the, <laughs> what's the choice here, Bill? <laughs> he's like crying about it while he's doing it. Sustaining stewardship says Tim. It would be goresome if you had Marty bent on to discuss energy and Bitcoin. Really cool dude. Would make a great show. Hey, listen. English is my second language. You son of a gun. And he's <laughs> two, a person of color. He's two. Really... I'm a person of color. Watch. Watch where you step. <laughs> Number three, Gorsum is a word that other people have used in their vernaculars, and I'm not the Fact first check. person to use it. it. It it actually has its own Wikipedia entry. Does it really? Gorsum, yes, and people have a meaning towards it. Towards uh, say, it, uh, you know, yeah, towards it, obviously, <laughs> and a definition of it meaning, uh, you know, what is it? Uh, what Ian, was Fact it? check. The gross and goresome act is certainly capable of turning the staunchest butcher's stomach. Fact check, punk. I was right. <laughs> That's from Wiktionary. I, I demand a, a correction right now, Timothy. Gorsome. I was right. You're Definitely wrong. Definitely go with it. It's language is magic. Five five G chess IQ genius here. <laughs> Clearly, Tom Penny says my favorite Lukeism is when he says brand spanking new blank, but switches the word spanking and new. Is that a Lukeism? That's that's the English language. <laughs> A brand new spanking thing. I like that. That's yeah, good. my brain works in different ways. I dream in like Polish, which which is which is so weird. But but again, I, I communicate with my family as well, and I have to again just kind of switch my brain to speak Polish, and then speaking English sometimes is uh, not that easy for me. But I'm you know I'm doing my best, so I uh, I appreciate the, the the teasing. Are you like super fluid with Polish? Uh, it, it depends because the, the less I use it, the harder it is to, to even, you know, talk, but, yeah. but it's easier for me to talk Polish than, than pondering, cool. pondering life says Solzhenitsyn talked about people being charged for arbitrary evil under article 58, always for anti-Soviet agitation. Oh, man, that's, that's the guy who did the Gulag Archipelago. Yeah. That's that book mm -hmm. charged for crazy. Thomas. TJG says the third guy was DePapi's pimp collecting what Pelosi owed. DePapi, in the middle of trying to stop the pimp with the hammer, pulls it out of his hands. The cops show up and DePapi is caught with the hammer. I love all of these wild stories because you can really just make up whatever you want. Yeah, How about this one? Um, 
it wasn't actually either. It wasn't Paul who called the police. It was an agitated third party. See, the three of them were building a birdhouse. Mm. And this third guy got angry and called the cops and staged it and then let the cops in. The cops then see them both holding the hammer together, trying to build a birdhouse in tandem. And then they assumed it was violent and started beating the crap out of them and then said, oh, no, that was Paul Pelosi. What do we do? Blame the other guy. Because mm-hmm. they were building it for Nancy for her birthday. <laughs> right. Oh, Where's yeah. Nancy? Mm-hmm. I need to ask her something. <laughs> Where's about the birdhouse? Yeah. Building her. And they got really sweaty, and he decided so to take off all of his clothes. That's and right. Just the underwear, because it's, it's hard work making a birdhouse. That's right. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it, was a, it was a big one. Yeah. You know, they they got just, really sweaty, and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> things just naturally happened. Okay. Chris Bradley says, Dr. Shiva Ayanduri exposed the DHS censorship network two years ago. All of this is documented in public record in the federal lawsuit. Aya Durai versus Twitter at all. 120 CV 11889 document number 195. Interesting. Hmm. The Deep Fryer says, Tim, I need to call you out for your earlier video ragging on the blue check marks while simultaneously making excuses for yourself to not abandon the watch count. Back your talk up with the walk. No, I, I made two different points. One was, I don't know why in the age of digital media, Everything's got to have a number to show you how well something's done. As for Twitter, I would love it if they got rid of the follower count, the like count and the retweet count and all that stuff. As for YouTube, what I said was, honestly, though, I don't know if that is good to turn off because it may have an impact on how YouTube distributes your content. So I'm not going to intentionally hobble my channels. But if YouTube were to get rid of view count, then okay, so be it. Big difference. Okay. Let's see. Oh, Chris Bradley giving us more and more money. Say his name or prove you're a fraud. Dr. Shiva Ayadurai exposed the DHS, DHS censorship network two years ago. I love these like um, ultimatum super chats. I'm yeah. giving you money. You better say it or else. Okay, dude. <laughs> Thanks for the money, though. It's like I read it and then later on he gets mad that I didn't read it yet, but I oh, did read yeah, it. Patience. Yeah, it's like I can't read every single one. Oh, what do we got here? Let's see. Rob Gratz says, Luke, look at your Insta inbox. Sent you a sketch of a Bill Gates in Buddha pose t-shirt. In Buddha pose? I'm going to check it out. Thank you so oh, much cool. for messaging me at Luke. We are change on there. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, Ian, bro, as a fellow 40, we got them bags, bro. We got them bags, bro. What's he talking about? Your eyes, maybe? Raymond. Oh, underneath? Money bags? Money yeah, bags. <laughs> Michael Hinton says, do you think the media is saying the Pelosi attacker is a Q guy? So going into the elections, the leftists can say, see, we told you these people are dangerous. Vote for us and we'll stop them. Yeah, absolutely. Probably. Mm -hmm. I think that's why they're so eager to push it. Mm -hmm. Pally Bruce says Pinochet did not throw people out of helicopters. Ian. Allende was a communist revolutionary that violated the Constitution, smuggle weapons, and Cuban soldiers stay in power. The suicide is contested. Hmm. Yeah, the suicide. Allende is the guy that was in the Capitol building. And then all of a sudden, right when like Pinochet's men were going to take it and create the revolution and uh, Allende killed himself in quotes. No one really knows if he did or if they at gunpoint were like, here's one to the head. Uh, I don't know. I've heard from multiple people that Pinochet did throw dudes out of helicopters. You know, if you've got evidence to suggest otherwise, send it to me on Twitter or mine so I can look at it. James Savick says Biden has been dumping the Strategic Petroleum Reserve to depress gas prices while he's poking Russia with a stick. When they stop dumping the reserve gas, will spike, and who knows what Putin will do. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Man Bear Pig says, I'd like to negotiate further with Elon Musk regarding Twitter Blue. Tree fitty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there you go. I honestly think he could charge way more. Uh, if you're a big brand and a big company and you want access to all these special tools and data analytics, you'll pay for it. And that being said, it, they need to pay their top creators who make content and they got to figure out how to do that. So I honestly don't know how you do it. I don't know. He's also talking about bringing back Vine. So there's a lot of opportunities and potential there. And if you have people paying eight bucks a month, that's a lot of money that you could share the revenue with or even do an affiliate sale being like, hey, if you get more people to sign up, you get a commission. You know. Yeah, just make to a Twitter pyramid scheme. Yeah, Everybody no. <laughs> who signs up using your promo code, you get 10 cents for, you know, you get a dollar for the rest, as long as they're paying members. And then anyone they sign up, you get 10% of. And anyone they sign up, you get 10% of. You see? there, you mm -hmm. Multi-level marketing, Perfect. it's called, right? Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't work. Maybe you can work your way towards a blue check. There you go. <laughs> That's right. Justin Asquith says, Shuan Head and Sam Hyde as guests. Bonus points if you get them both on at the same episode. We, we uh, almost got Sam Hyde on. It was going to be before his big boxing match, and then we didn't. I don't know what happened. I think we could. I know him. Well, Shuan Head, we've invited several times, but I just don't think she wants to come on the show. So Yeah, Sam's down. It was just a, a scheduling, scheduling issue at the time. Sam Hyde would be awesome. Yeah. yeah that would be a great show. With Shuan Head at the same time. Mm, that's tough. Who knows? We uh, we did we did book uh, Shu and Alex Jones for the same episode, but then Shu canceled. Mm, so. Would have been good, Shu. Yep. Yeah, it's too Let's bad. It. Let's make it happen. It's too bad. Uh, and then I've invited her several times after, but she just you know doesn't hmm. want to do it. I guess for whatever reason, I don't know, man. Yeah, I wonder why. You know what I will say though, and this is not indicative of Shu because Shu often does talk about a lot of these things and call out the establishment. Yeah, she does. But a lot of the uh, old school anti SJW, anti woke crowd totally just panicked, wet their pants, mm -hmm. and then started deleting videos and hiding. Yep, all their old videos, all the past videos. Yeah, yeah they just totally lost it. Yeah, like, I got scared. They got scared. Some Definitely. people abandoned it outright, stopped making content. Some deleted their their most prominent videos and just totally panicked i can empathize with the panic it's it's tough to get red pilled when people around you aren't getting red pilled it can feel mm -hmm. very isolating yeah i mean i don't know if you're a coward then that's fine <laughs> just let everybody know but i guess we do know that you're a coward so whatever <laughs> it's fine mira rora says please fix the ads of the podcast having ads injected in the middle of a sentence makes the discussion very difficult to follow there's just like no real way to do anything about that because we're all talking nonstop and often talking over each other. But that's how all podcasts do it. So, yeah. all right. Bryce E says the guy before was correct. Pinochet didn't throw people out of helicopters because communists aren't people. Ah, uh, ha, 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 ha. Okay. Well, I, I do have to say this. You know, we're hoping that this election can clear up a lot of uh, the air and perhaps lead to some inquiries and maybe deescalate things so we don't see violence or dehumanizing, dehumanizing language in the long run. But I do think it's important to point out that the original 1964 Human Rights Act specifically says that communists aren't people. Wow. It, yeah. Wow. It, it doesn't say they aren't people. It says that they're not protected. It says that this bill will not be construed to protect members of communist-affiliated organizations, et cetera. So that's actually really interesting that they, they get denied human rights. I see here there's this thing called death flights. If you look up on Wikipedia, and Oreguier uh, Benebente, Augusto Pinochet's former personal helicopter pilot, has admitted that on numerous occasions he threw prisoners into the ocean or into the high peaks of the Andes. Well, if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, and share this show. Take that URL, post it wherever you can. Let your friends know about it. Know about it. It's the best way to help out. You can follow the show at TimCastIRL. You can follow me personally at TimCast. Five times August. 
Do you want to shout anything out? Got a new album out today. Heard. That's cool. Yeah. It's sitting right behind you. Is hey, that there it? There it is. <laughs> Where do people get this? It's Where can people find you? Well, it's out now on uh, Apple Music, Amazon, Spotify. You can check it out, and uh, you can get the CD at Five Times August. Can I see? Are, are these? Yeah. What's is the name it, of the is album? It very political. It's very political. It's, very political. It's, I've switched my whole career over to being an angry protestinger. Anti-fascist blues, Joe, sad little man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A, lot, yeah, a lot of people know you for Sad Little Man. I saw them chat a couple yeah. times here. Calling out Fauci, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. What's that, the name of the album? Silent War. Yeah, And then it's, people it's, could find it where? FiveTimesAugust.com or on Apple, Amazon, nice. YouTube, Spotify, Bandcamp. Bandcamp. It's, it's out there. Well, yeah. well thank so you. Bandcamp. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming and, and thank yeah, you so for much me, guys. for the memes. The memes yeah, you know, and that's, that's, I'll go straight back to work now and get back on <laughs> Get in there. Get in Call, the field. Calling out everybody on Twitter. And uh, if you guys want to support a person of color business, you can by going to <laughs> youtube.com forward slash we are change. I did a video today about Brazil, China, and uh, apparently Biden screaming at Zelensky. That plus a lot more. Check it out right now on youtube.com forward slash we are change. See you there. I spent my night thinking about how to terraform Mars. A lot of people were saying it's the core. Mars core uh, is not moving fast enough to produce a magnetic field. So I was like, well, bombing the the poles with nukes seems like that's not going to get to and it might create a a core reaction but like drilling's too expensive it seems like to get down there so what if we just electrocute the planet what if we create like a static shock from the sun cause an endpoint in martian surface or atmosphere to shock that thing like like clear and then we hit it with those defibrillators to uh to get it going again let me know what you think if that's potential if i mean I, obviously there's a lot of danger involved with sending a, a solar shock into a planet but uh, let me know what you think on Twitter or on Mines. Happy to be here, and I'll catch you tomorrow. Those are some big defibrillators, man, Thanks for a whole so. planet. Yeah, that's pretty big. <laughs> Anyways, guys, I'm uh, at surge.com. You can find me on Twitter now. I'm not uh, Dash Surge, actually, the other guy who's trying to be me with you. But like an IRL thing in his profile picture on YouTube, and people oh, think yeah? it's me, but it's not. <laughs> it's at surge.com. I'm going to follow that guy. <laughs> all right, everybody. We will see you all over at timcast.com about 11 p.m. for that members show. Thanks for hanging out. Cheers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.